Hi, what's your name? Kirsten, what's yours? <laughs> what is this place? I gotta go now. Wait, little girl, don't go in there! Do you like my body, Joey? <laughs> This is Filmside. <laughs> oh, sure. Greetings and welcome to Film Sacks. October edition continues, everybody. Ooh. This show's for the uh, weekend of Saturday, October 22nd, 2022. We got a 2222 in the house, yo. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, and uh, we're going to have some fun. I'm Scott Johnson, and we're going to. Oh, I forgot to say we mind the very depths of film entertainment for all mankind. I'm Scott Johnson. Oh, yes, we do. Yes, yeah. Joined yes, today by Brian. He'll never get over that time the bathroom faucet grabbed him Dunaway. No, get off me, you faucet. Screw you, Moen. Oh, hi. <laughs> this week on Film Sack, we continue our spooky season, Fright Fest, by opening up wide with our teeny little open sore mouth holes on our forearm folds and prepare to receive the 80s heroin fingering of our lives. Oh, don't do drugs. Oh, man. Sorry, guys. I, I didn't get any sleep last night after watching this movie. But as long as I can stay awake through my intro, maybe I can nap through Randy's. Aloha, Scott. Brian. <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh, are you guys seeing this? Holy hell, isn't that the guy from the 80s who wore the one glove? And when you see him, the TV warns you about references to the occult. And he invites children to sleep over at his house, but he got burned up that one time. And so then he started visiting those kids in their dreams to give them a thriller. No, not the one with the monkey and the Peter Pan complex. The one with the dirty hat and the ugly Christmas sweater. Yeah, that's him. <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> Hey, Nancy, what was what, your dream power? Uh, can you grow to be 50 foot tall like some badass giant dream monster killer? No. How about super hypnosis abilities where you put the nightmare guy to sleep in your dreams? That sounds cool and on brand for your character. No. Well, can you at least turn into a giant bottle of hypnosil or something? No. <laughs> so, so what is your dream power, Nancy? Pretending like you're dead and then really being dead. Well, ain't that some shit. <laughs> <laughs> Dream Warriors come out to play. Oh, I'm awake. I'm awake. Randy, did I miss it? <laughs> no, this is the dream now. So you have to hear uh, the horror oh. that comes next. Oh, my God. I almost had the Dream Warriors <laughs> no. thing in mind as well. Oh, man. Just about usurped you. <laughs> All right. Next up, we got Randy. Everyone knows exchanging a cross for a driver's license is the perfect transaction, Jordan. All right. Aloha, Scott. Brian. Brian, let me... Let me just uh, tell you a, a little bit about myself uh, in rhyme. One, two, using too much glue. Three, four, popsicle stick door. Five, six, coffee diet Coke mix. <laughs> Seven, eight, doing paper mache. Nine, ten, blasting loud dock. And eleven, twelve, TV on a shelf. Thirteen, fourteen, Freddy's got your spleen. 15, 16, you can live without a spleen. Okay, I'll pick this up. 17, 18, pause the naked nurse scene. 19, 20, rewind and watch it plenty. Okay, yeah. 
Apparently, if you count up the 10 seconds of this movie that I've actually seen several hundred times, mm-hmm. this is one of my most watched films. So I have to end with oh. 21, 22, VHS worn through. Okay. Oh, oh, that's pretty good. Snap. <laughs> that's not bad. Uh, it is go. very VHS. We'll get to all that in a second. Uh, finally, though, we have Brian. We have to strap him down sometimes with multiple tongues, Ibit. It's so true. Yes. Yeah. And they're, they're, well, there's four, there's only three of you. Who's going to have the fourth? Oh. Uh, okay, <laughs> kids, we're going to try a little group hypnosis. Uh, teenage version of uh, Lambert from Alien, could you pull down the shades? All right. Uh, take a deep breath and follow this pendulum with your eyes. Nothing else exists but the pendulum and this photo of me drinking from a juice box with a couple of former patients. You're getting very <laughs> tired and you're having a hard time keeping your eyes open. You know, like when you try to watch Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2. I'm going to count backwards from five to one, and when I finish, we'll all be asleep. Five, four, three, two, one. Okay. We've entered Dream World. We can tell because my balls feel lighter. No, my Newton's candle ball, cradles balls. My Newton's cradle balls. That's what that thing's called. They're flying around the room. Well, if we're going to beat Freddy Krueger, we're going to need some powers. So tell me, Halfway House X-Men, what can each of you do in your dreams? Kristen, oh, you can do floor exercises and paper mache. Okay, we can work with that. Uh, Taryn, you can spike your hair really high and you have knives that are so small you can still take them, on, take them through airport security. Okay, great. Uh, how about you, kid whose glasses were clearly made by putting frames on the windshield from 1974 Volkswagen Beetle? Oh, you can change a ball bearing to a butterfly. Neat. And uh, Kincaid, oh, you totally wrecked that chair. Where's Joey? Getting French by the night nurse? Okay, got it. Well, we'll count him out. All right, so let's take a look at what we've got. A super strong kid and end of list. We're screwed. Someone bring me a juice box. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, the X-Men thing is so true. It's so true. Like, I again, once again, I feel like I say this every episode. You've got to take yourself back in time 35 years. Yeah, you do, but, but yeah. Even at the time, I remember critics in the paper saying the acting is terrible. This is a bad oh. deal. The killing, some of the best killings in the history of the series. Yeah. But boy, howdy, is the acting bad? And and in their right, right. boy, like, howdy, is the, it the such buddies, a low bar? The though, the were upset. Yeah, that this was the this was the best of the uh, <laughs> of the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. I think. I mean, it's certainly my favorite of all of them. Fans all say this is their favorite. Critics, uh, the Fuddy Duddies, they they hate all of them. Well, they hate all of them, but but you know, even the uh, there's got to be a best worst ham sandwich. Right, right. right, right. Once again, once again, do the math a certain way, and it's my most watched film of all time. And it's you know, like there's a (laughs) reason. Let's talk about that. So why why are there parts of this thing that you've seen a bunch of times? And not yeah, boobies, boobies. Yeah, the because, really? Because I had a I had a little friend who had two VCRs and had. <laughs> I thought he was talking had, about his little friend in his bed. <laughs> I had a little friend and he liked boobs. Say, say hello to my little friend. Yeah, yeah. His no, but Corey. So wait, did you get? Are you, really? are you saying this friend would like re- fast forward rewind to this part and you would just see it a lot, or what was the, what was the deal? I my my friend Corey uh, had two VCRs, so you could he could you know record Dumb. things. Yeah. And yeah. so he had made a he had made a cassette where he had taken scenes from certain oh, movies okay. that his parents oh, had nice. rented and just he just copied them. <laughs> and so it was like it was like static and then a quick scene of a naked woman doing something and then static and then another scene of a naked woman doing something nice. in a different movie. 
And uh, right. So I didn't know until I watched this yesterday. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that this was a movie I've seen many times. (laughs) You were watching the Corey cut. (laughs) Corey cut. Exactly. (laughs) Now that kid is, uh, he has uh, a million views on, on uh, YouTube. Um, We talked about this in, in our discord, but I want to bring it up here on the show because there might be a listener that can help explain it. So um, I, when I was watching this and and seeing the scene with, with uh, Joey, I said I could have sworn there was a scene where you see Freddy's head on the naked night nurse body and he's right. looking down at his boobs and they looks back at the camera and smiles and 100% vivid memory of that scene. So when right. it didn't come up here, I thought, oh, maybe it got edited out. And sure enough, there is there was a cutting room floor scene of the actress who played the nurse wearing a Freddy head, but still topless and and hanging over joey yeah but it's it seeing that was definitely not the thing i remember and so i'm wondering all right did they revisit that scene did they do it in a later movie did they you probably watched like i did you watched the documentaries it's a production still it it made it to the dailies they filmed it they they reviewed it and said "Mm, no but see i'm like but but you and i are are the so when you brought that up i it it struck a memory in me i'm like i remember this too i remember the bot the lady body with his head on it. And I could have sworn it was Robert Englund's head because he looks down and he smiles at the camera. Like yeah, it's not wearing like nasty, not, nasty fake breasts or something. Right. Um, yes. and, I, and, and so I wouldn't have seen the behind the scenes stuff back then. It's 1987 no. for heaven's sakes. So I think so. I think you're right. I think this is like a cut. That's just a well, different uh, cut. According to uh, the director has talked about this. He said that they, they, they reviewed the dailies and they, they said, Nope. And they didn't even, they didn't even do a rough cut or nothing. It's, it's it never made it beyond, uh, they did the setup. They did a little test. Was there said, a director's nope. cut? Some at some point that well, was that's what I'm saying. This was the director talking about this, and he's like, yeah. and they just said, "Nope, they never even made it." Anyway. Well, that's what I'm saying. Never even like reassembled. Maybe Freddy visited you in your dreams. Okay, right? so weird. I don't know why so I remember weird. that either. That's really odd. Maybe you implanted the memory in me. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> right. maybe, maybe we all dreamed it. Maybe we dreamed it. Uh, for those I who was de- well, I, I was absolutely oh, determined that that must have been a, uh, like a quick shot of an in another movie, in another Nightmare on Elm Street right. movie. That's like, what I, I thought. Just, yeah, for sure. But yeah, until no. I saw your production still there, that's definitely Joey. You know, hanging. Oh out yeah, there. I mean that's definitely from that from filming the thing that they that they never seem to ever add to any version of the film yeah. ever. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you're weird. confused at home, what we're talking about, it's Nightmare on Elm Street Three: Dream Warriors oh. is the movie. Oh yeah, that's right. We should mention Look at that. that. Uh, we went all the way to the boobs without even telling the name. All the way to the boobs. We did. Uh, Just 19... like Corey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, the 1987 third movie in the in the series uh, with Chuck Russell directing. Wes Craven wrote. Uh, well, he's he's credited for the he's creation back. of the characters, but Frank Darabont wrote the screenplay, which is a very odd wow. thing to read given Frank Darabont's future in film. He would you know, be an Oscar nominated director of Shawshank Redemption and right. uh, Green Mile. And does, I still think the mist is an amazing movie. We should watch that here at this time. Um, it's basically his first full length, uh, screenplay. Mm-hmm. He, this is, he has, he has done a tiny bit of writing before and like, and, and sat around a bunch of short movies, but like that they, they come along and they need words, right. right. For right. this whole movie. And Frank Darabont provides. Yeah. I, I would, I would yeah. actually say, I thought the dialogue was pretty good. I know you, you it's poorly it. delivered, but it's fine. It, yeah. What they're saying is fine. It's how they're that one girl with the spiky hair and the knives. Yes. She's terrible. 
She's terrible. And, and, you know, I, Jennifer I went so Rubin. Quickly, yeah, I went so quickly past it, but she is Lambert from Alien, basically. She's like right. doing that, like, I'm so freaked out that my hands are flailing everywhere and I'm on the verge of crying every time I speak. Yeah, except the lady that played Lambert was good. And this girl well, yes. is bad. <laughs> right. I've now, I captured some a, audio later that you'll be like, oh, yeah, that's terrible. Freaking. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. So this is a good question. Uh, she should have been. She's probably pretty. This this movie has. This is a time when teenagers were playing teenagers in movies and not 20 somethings. Right. Isn't that what I and that what was going on? Uh, I mean, well, she's a little really older. Like she's oh, what's me. her name's uh, uh, Patricia Arquette. Uh, Patricia? 19. She's 19. 19. Movie, OK. Right? Yeah. So they're a little out of high school, most of them. But, yeah, but she's kind of playing someone who's like a, a almost a senior in high school anyway. So it's not that far off, right? No, no. she's yeah. only a year older. Yeah. Than that. And if probably, you're gonna yeah. and if you're gonna have these moments of sexy times, you do want to make sure that all the you know the the actors and the characters they're portraying are over eighteen, and it works, right? Sure, Fun. sure barely sure. though. This is eighty seven. I mean, how 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 much further back was it? Uh, was Blue Lagoon? With uh, Brooke Shields, wasn't Brooke Shields like, am I remembering that correctly? She was like 16 or 17 or something in that? No, she was a teenager still. She was 14 or something. She was like, that was such a huge scandal. (laughs) I was going to say, I said 16 or 17. You said, no, she was still a teenager. Well, that is a teenager. I thought you you said. (laughs) That's right there in the word. Oh, oh, no, no. She definitely. I miss her too. Definitely younger younger than that. But yeah, like I feel like those standards. also still a teenager, by the way. I'd like to. Well, yeah, yeah. But in the United States. No, that's so, a fair so, point. Uh, 18 Rodney year older. East, <laughs> yeah. Rodney Eastman, uh, who played Joey, was uh, also 19 when this film was being made. Um, he appears in the next one in part four. That surprised me. Right. So does Black Kid, apparently. Yeah. Really? I, yeah, the, the Black Kid. I didn't know that. I, that is okay. news to me. I didn't know either of these it's actors continued yeah, on. Yeah, basically, apparently, this series just doesn't care. It's not, it doesn't, it's not going to have some kind of like continuity with characters and, you know, like Freddie keeps coming well, back. Well, of those guys died, right? Yeah, they lived. They lived. Yeah. Those, those two. Oh. Well, the, who are the people that really? lived? They lived. Uh, uh, Patricia Kristen Arquette lived. lived. Yeah. Um, uh, that's it. That's right? it. I mean, unless you go to doctors and I, I guess the, uh, the main doctor died in the junkyard or no. Oh no. He survived because he does the whole holy water and cross thing but the larry fishburn survived when he was still larry yeah. fishburn yeah. Larry. larry fishburn <laughs> i forgot how young he was yeah. i was like holy <laughs> hell but don't skip over kincaid kincaid was yeah. the standout of the movie the surprise fun <laughs> character yeah. and and he was also in part four and yes, he was and he has gone on to ken sagos is his name he's gone on to have quite a nice little career in small time stuff yeah, he's got some yeah. stuff in the works right now. In fact, he's got something called "Stop the Nightmare." It's a short uh, from last, no. no, from twenty twenty, and he plays Roland Kincaid. I didn't oh, see really? that, uh, but that must have been some kind of. Oh, and Heather Le- Lang- Langenkamp came back for that. Oh, really? Um, let's see. Yeah, this- see, I thought she did die. Yeah, but see, she came back and- for New Nightmare as well. I don't understand the deal. Yeah, but well, she Nightmare, wasn't dead. New she Nightmare was actress. is a. Isn't that just, yeah, it's the fourth wall breaking. She's playing Heather Langenkamp as opposed to playing Nancy. And see, Uh, I don't think she died. I think she went into nightmare uh, uh, the witness protection program. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You think so? She's still out there? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, She's not there. They, they, yeah. There's a whole other sub story there. I'm I'm sure of it. Did the new, did the the new um, uh, Haley Joel. Larry, what's his name anyway? The one uh, with the new guy, Jack Earl Haley. Yeah, that guy. Did he? Yes. Did that one have a equivalent to her, like a Heather, a Nancy Thompson type? I wonder. I always wondered oh, about that. 
I've never seen it. Um, we need to just see that damn thing. We do need to see that. I did watch it when when it first went to streaming, and I can't tell you anything about it. I can't remember a damn thing. <laughs> did Robert England do anything in it, like a guest starring thing, or like play a professor or some think shit? So. Okay. Yeah, I don't think so. Seems like a thing. Uh, by the way, so for Dreammaker, which, like you said, continued on with the uh, directed by Rennie Harlan. By the way, so we do need to watch it. Um, <laughs> Kristen Parker was replaced. Uh, no more Patricia Arquette. She was played by a woman named Tuesday Night. Ah, Tuesday oh, Night. Yes. Tuesday Night. Well, according to the That's trivia, right. uh, I don't know if this is true, but this is what it says. Uh, let's see. Robert England admits that he knew Patricia Arquette would go on to be a huge star one day. He would uh, here. He explains how all of the guys on set were head over heels in love with her. Between takes, some of them would even go to England to get his advice on whether or not he thought they had a chance with her and should ask her not out. Hell. Which doesn't have much to do with her acting, but uh, yeah, she's of all the people here, she's the one with the career. Man, she went places well, and and Fishburne, but yeah, oh yeah, Fishburne, yeah, yeah. But of the kids, but I guess, he's always he's not, I, don't, I can't even I always forget he's even in this until I see him and I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. And really, the big thing that unless you count uh, that Escape from Danamont, which was excellent, and Patricia Arquette was fantastic in it. Um, the other big thing she was in was a show called Medium, where uh, she constantly wakes up from I dreams, gasping, and uh, yeah, yeah, and and having uh, being she's able to very solve good in it though. She got like yeah. Emmys for that, and she's all she oh was, she's yeah, also she um, yeah. Severance, uh, her most recent thing I'm thinking of. She was the boss in Severance. Oh right, of course, fantastic yeah. in that. Um, she is really good in that. Yeah, yeah. So I'm you know that's a, that's pleasing, but this wouldn't be the first time Wes Craven worked with some Arquettes. Check this out. He worked mm-hmm. with two different Arquette siblings. Patricia Arquette in this, and then her brother David Arquette will become famous for playing Dewey in the Scream series. Yep. And then um, the first four of those were directed by Craven. Craven worked with her father, Louis Arquette, who played a sheriff in Scream 2. I didn't know that. Mm, I didn't know that. It's just yeah. a place is lousy with Arquettes, wow. just everywhere. <laughs> Patricia Arquette in this movie, for my money, is a better actor than Heather Langenkamp. Oh, I, yeah. I feel like. Yes. Without a doubt, like, dude. Without a doubt. I, like, and I realize we get the setup, so we kind of believe in her more anyway, because like the movie starts with her and she's trying mm-hmm. not to fall asleep, and then she falls asleep. And we, we get to see her, and then Heather Langenkamp's character sort of like bursts in and asserts dominance, yeah. and it yeah. just doesn't quite work. It feels weird. Yeah, I've never but, Heather um, Langenkamp has has absolutely gotten better. Uh, acting wise over the years and and this won't be the first time we mentioned midnight club i'm sure but um she's she's so much better in midnight club than she ever was in any of the uh, nightmare and elm street movies i felt like they all i mean they're kids of course but they all grew some except for that uh other girl uh the the spiky girl (laughs) she's done nothing but garbage since then really bad movies (laughs) (laughs) come on i'm telling you it's true she's just terrible let go of Get off the gas pedal. Look, look, I'm not. There's no gas pedal here. All I'm saying is, look, I, when I first saw her, I went, "Oh, she's the rebel with the drugs and the stuff." And then, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. I went. That's and, hard to play, though. That's that's playing punk in '87. She's, she's got to play both punk and damaged from drugs. Like she has yeah. to play. She has to play someone who's kind of broken. When, and she, yeah, when she's rejecting, when she's rejecting the other orderly, not, I thought. Not, I thought way, she did pretty good. Don't get me wrong. I'm not. I'm not defending her because she is. She's, She's really bad. This, <laughs> no, her role, the the part, like the actual yeah. place she holds, is a good one. It's it's yeah. It's part of your group. It makes sense. I'm I'm glad of that. I just think that she's just 
maybe their direction's bad. In my you know dreams, what? I'm beautiful. I'm going to say I'm that <laughs> I'm going to blame more of this on directors because everyone kind of phones yes. it in. It's not all kind of bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. Transmorphers. Okay, so she's our first Transmorphers actor. I just want to get that out there. <laughs> really? Yeah, we've never had an actor on the show on the film sack movie that I'm aware of who was also in Transmorphers Fall I of Man. Know. Oh yeah. wow! I guess we need to switch our Star Trek connections over now. Yeah, let's okay. do Transmorphers. I think it's probably the one and only time we'll probably do this happen, right? <laughs> yeah, but uh, she was in something called Plump Fiction. Plump Fiction? What? Okay. Um, she's in a lot. She's naked a lot, so maybe that was one of those. I don't know. She gets naked a lot in her movies. Plot of pl- follow the plot of Pulp Fiction. But scenes from other movies are also okay. That's a terrible description. Whatever. Yeah, that is bad. So while, while we're talking about other things we've seen, I just want to run down <laughs> our top three here because you got Robert Englund, of course. We've seen him a lot. Yeah. Uh, you got Lawrence Fishburne. We've seen him a lot. Number three, though, is John Saxon. Yeah. John mm. Saxon. Oh, he's yeah, a, baby. He's the he's the he's the credibility here, right? He's the he was the credible actor in the first one, and here he is again in part yeah, three. Yeah. He's. A, I confuse him with Michael Ironside so damn much. I do too. I see that. I, yeah. Yeah. Michael Ironside's is only it's distinct in my mind because he's larger, but you're right. They have like right. the same face. It's like a it's a weird bro well, and, almost like brothers or something, you know? And yeah. John John Saxon has to basically get attacked like in a bar uh, yeah. by someone he just met. And I just thought it was a really cool little performance. Like it just really oh, yeah. it worked for me. The only reason um, why John Saxon is back is well, first of all, after part two, which was a financial uh, a bump in the road for yeah, uh, for yeah. these New Line Cinemas, uh, Wes Craven's back, and they also invited John Saxon back. And I was very curious about this bit. He wrote a screen treatment for this thing, and it sounded horrible. And I'm thinking yeah. that maybe he's like, they're like, well, we'll tell you what, we'll let you write a screenplay for. How about that? And he goes, okay, I'm back. Yeah, baby. I'm back, baby. Look out. Watch out. I'm back. So I just want to name the movies we've seen him in because they have a, they, there's a theme here. Um, we, he, we previously saw him in um, uh, the first Nightmare on Elm Street. We right, saw sure. him in New Nightmare. Yeah. Uh, we saw him in From Dusk Till Dawn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he was an FBI agent in From Dusk Till Dawn. Yeah. It just feels like he's got a type, you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, he a- was also in Battle Beyond the Stars, Beverly Hills Cop 3, and The Electric Horseman. Yeah. Well, we okay. did Dust oh. Till Dawn. I love that movie. Did we do yeah. that? Yeah, we watched it. That. We yeah. saw him in it. You're right. Yeah. 92. So we talked was... all about uh, drinking out of Salma Hayek's shoe. That easily <laughs> could have been what gross got out the first what gross got out the most. <laughs> <laughs> right. By the way, so I'll get to that. I want to tell you what actually grossed me out. But real quick, we saw that movie uh, our first Sacktober 2011 from Dust Till Dawn. Right okay. on. Forgot all about that, but we did. Wow. Uh, speaking of that, you waxed your anus. Gross. All right, what grossed me out? Yeah. Give a guess, because there's you know a lot of practical effects oh in God, here. Some pretty good ones. That's some what the, he always does. Yeah, some nice. of the best kills of the series, I think. I I'm gonna go. Right. I'm gonna go practical effects. Is it um, uh, the the skeleton shoveling dirt onto the face of the doctor and some of that dirt <laughs> going in in the dude's mouth? Uh, you are in the top five, but not quite. It's I probably put that third grossest. For, for sure, okay. but it's a good one. You, you're, yeah. you're right. Thinking about Nancy intern making out with, uh, with, with her, her boss. That made number two because okay. that <laughs> that was yeah. foul, and the way it looked it looked like it yeah. took a bunch of work. And I, you've got a big, you got a big latex thing you got to deal with. That, that looked awful, but but no, not quite number one. Number one, you're right. going to be surprised. I think 
Maybe. I just gotta, I just gotta keep bringing back up the Sanka and the Diet Coke. I don't even care what else happens in the movie. Well, uh, Randy, you win this week. Yeah, congratulations. Oh, really? uh, that is what grossed me out the most. You t- taking a it, big spoonful of ground Folgers coffee, Crystal. right? Folgers yeah, crystals and then downing coffee. it with a Diet Coke. Now, let's not confuse ground coffee with instant coffee, because yeah, instant, instant coffee. coffee is just bad water or Coke. Yeah, and yeah, it will not dissolve. Still, just crystals, a spoon of Crystals that. will dissolve. But the spoon, a spoon of dry, I don't care what Our form it is. A spoonful of coffee. <laughs> I will admit I have put Folgers crystals in Coke, not Diet Coke, but really like, and tasted it I've, like just to, for fun. But the the way that it's treated in this movie, like it's just like, oh, this is just a kid. Is, and all the paper right before it, you get a lot of hands in glue and stuff. So you're kind of already squirming a little bit because what she's doing is a bit, you know, like tactile, right? Yeah. 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 Let me tell you something about Folgers crystals. You can put it on a lot of things. Mm-hmm. It's a coffee drink. <laughs> it yeah. just gives a coffee flavor stuff to it. So yeah, we, it's, uh, we, we put it on ice cream. We have, it's not yes, Folgers. We so have one good. of, uh, we have like a uh, Italian espresso powder, uh, decaf right. espresso powder. And you sprinkle that stuff on ice cream or. Yes. Sure, uh, whatever, sure. and it's awesome. whip it up. Yeah, and I don't want to. I don't want to. You know, forget the fact that Coke literally has a line now of coffee cokes, and, and <laughs> yes, I love those. Yes, and they're really fine. Good. They're they're they actually. There's kinda... no coffee coke zero though. I I keep looking and waiting for it, but yeah. Why is there no zero? They should do that. Coffee anyway, yes, it, yes, is, there? is there? It's hard to it, find, man. Can't. It's it's not very common if it is if it exists because I don't I see it. I swore I had that. Maybe I'm. Hmm? Gonna swear that. Maybe you did like her. You had a spoon yeah. of dry stuff, well, and you put a little uh, Coke Zero on there. I don't and, know. And did. keep in mind, this stuff like popping into stores. There's Dreamlight Coke Zero for a while. Or Fantasy. I'm dreaming. I'm drinking it right now. The Dream World. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That, uh, that, that tastes first. like clouds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. With zero sugar. So Coca Cola with coffee, vanilla, sh- zero sugar. That there exists. Zero All sugar. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's all I want. Oh, where I would coffee tell- and vanilla. Wow. Why does my right. store what's not the, carry this? This pisses me off. What's the What's the name of the new one that has like mango in it? It's like uh, screw Coke. those guys. Is it a Coke it's thing? Like, yeah, it's a Coke thing, and it tastes. Oh. It has a little bubblegum, a little mango Coke in the Coke. Is that the Dream World? Is that what I'm drinking right now? <laughs> You're Maybe. soaking in it. Um, let's see, Diet Mango tastes Coke. Like it. Is that it? No. Uh, Diet Coke Twisted Mango. That's probably it. Twisted. It mango. is Dream World. I just looked it up. It's oh, a it dream is Dream World. world. Yeah. Okay. Right. I'm drinking it right now. They got uh, a Twisted Mango. See, I didn't think that that tasted like mango because I don't. I like didn't either. Mango it doesn't, like it doesn't taste like anything. How about peach? Uh, <laughs> peach um <laughs> maybe peach yeah i can okay, see that, peach. those are those are really close uh, i i have i will always try this stuff but i don't remember yeah. it because i don't like it it's, it doesn't stick with me i don't you, it's not uh, a good taste but it was on clearance at walmart yeah so. <laughs> that's <laughs> the reason it's on clearance they go. do they yeah. do these one-offs it's like the mcrib if you keep it around too long nobody will like it anymore so you gotta bring it yeah. out once in a while yeah it's um, like a special exactly so uh other trivia this is an interesting one oh. i thought the Freddy glove that was stolen from the set of this film, which sounds like it was stolen. That's a that's a piece of trivia in its own, uh, and was found in another movie. It was hanging on the wall of the work shed in Evil Dead Two, also released in 1987. Uh, it was part of a continued banter between directors Wes Craven and Sam Raimi. Uh, if you see the, the Hills Have Eyes from '77, the Evil Dead '81, or Nightmare on Elm Street '84, you know all. I don't know why they're putting that. This is under this trivia. Anyway, the point is. It got Weird. stolen and showed up on another horror set, which makes me wonder if Sam Raimi or his brother Ted or some shit like that went down. Right. 
Or if like yeah. Bruce Campbell's like a sneaky little bastard and he went and st- stole the glove when <laughs> said groovy and then ran off and then hung, right. it, hung it on his yeah, set. The timing uh, to do that, right? Because you have to be on set the last day of filming so that you don't take something that's needed for reshoots or or you know final scenes or whatever scenes are being mm-hmm. done that day and then get away with it because uh, you're not going to be allowed back on set you know, when the filming's done, seems like second most important attribute for a prop master is that you be intimidating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Right. Right. Afraid to take sure. things from you. Yeah. Cause those, some of that stuff can become like, I'm just trying to think if you had the original Jason glove or sorry, Shreddy glove, that thing would be worth a lot <laughs> of money right now. Put yeah. that on eBay. You, you could retire on it. Probably. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But they, I don't know what it's worth. Right. Who knows? Um, <laughs> Here's some scrutiny, because I got scrutiny. Scrutiny. This annoyed me. Uh, it said in the trivia, once after a tiring day on set, Robert England fell asleep in his dressing room, still in full Freddy makeup. When he awoke and looked in the mirror, he got a terrible scare. Oh, Whatever. <laughs> Shut sure. up. Uh, he, he, knows, my face. he knows what he's... <laughs> That's so I, stupid. I hate it terrible trivia. you, you I, I but it does make you wonder like i understand why someone wrote that that's invented fiction yeah. but you can under you can imagine as if you were an actor and you played a role and it had a, like a certain thing on the face that you do you weren't looking in the mirror much yeah like when you're sitting in in the makeup chair sure there's a mirror right in front of you you're gonna see what they're doing but maybe maybe it's a prosthetic where your eyes are closed the whole time they're putting it on you yeah. And then you, and then, you know, so like, you just don't look in the mirror much. Yeah. And like, I could, I could see, I could imagine, you know, that like Michael Dorn wasn't used to how he looked as wharf or something right. because he's like the, it's the cameras looking at him, not him looking in the mirror all the time. I guess if you're in a dark trailer and you're fumbling for the light and you haven't looked in the mirror yet and you're kind of out of it and you flick it on and the first thing you see is the, is the Jason or the face, you know, wharf or otherwise, like whatever, whatever your face makeup is. It might be a little bit of a, oh, shit. All right. Okay. But like a whole yeah. a whole trivia entry that he really, he received an, a real fright. I just feel like somebody day. said, wouldn't it be funny if you like fell asleep with your Freddy Krueger makeup on, you woke up and got a fright. That's, yeah, that's what it that feels would like. Be funny. just came up with that. As yeah. A, as a, yeah. See, I don't trust any of it anymore. Hence the no, scrutiny. No, no. That's a good point. Did you know this though? This I, I followed through and made sure it was true. In Japan, the movie was retitled Nightmare on Elm Street 3, Tragedy House. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, alternate titles here already. Uh, In France. Oh, there's a little house. She builds a little house. Yeah, it's a little house. It's the Tragedy House. See? Yeah. And then in France, look what they did in France. All the movies take place in a house. I agree. (laughs) I agree. Japan's Japan's weird with this. And then France. France called it Freddy 3, Claws of the Nightmare. Oh. Wow. That's some again, bullshit. Again, they didn't call it Royale House with Cheese. Any <laughs> other <laughs> Freddy movie. <laughs> yes, this is a, a Royale with Cheese over there. You're right. <laughs> when I love I love looking through the alternate titles uh, for the movie, like in other uh, regions in the world. Yeah. yeah. Because a ton of them, uh, if you translate it back, they don't call it Elm Street. They call it Hell Street. Hell Street. I think, that's, okay. I think that's real cool. Oh, around like the world, this was known as Nightmare on Hell Street. Yeah, I think you have a real hard time selling somebody a house on Hell Street. Yeah. Yeah, it, it <laughs> yeah. wouldn't make much sense elsewhere. I mean, we understand that Elm Street is any town. Exactly. You know, every, every town every, has an Elm Every Street. town has an Elm, yeah. Right, so how oh, do you, how do you translate that for another place? Right, if you're in it, Singapore, you're like, what the hell is Elm Street? I don't know, call it Hell. Right. All right, right. good. 
Yeah. Perfect. See this movie tell we go, oh my God, there's an Elm Street in my town. <laughs> oh my God. Where we live in Springfield. They mentioned that once too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hell, yeah. All right. Yeah. Hellfield. Hell yeah. I just wanted to get one one that really jumped out at me because I did some translations because I thought this was really funny. Mm. Uh the in Greece, right? It then it was completely renamed in Greek. Mm. Hmm. And they tried they tried to stick with Elm Street, kind of. Right, right. So if you translate the Greek title of the movie back into English, it's called Nightmare on the Road with the Poplars. Shut up. Okay. (laughs) For real? That's amazing. Nightmare on the Road with the Poplars. Sounds like a... Really sounds like a book by whoever wrote uh, "Fault in Our Stars" and uh, yeah, it does. <laughs> or, or it sounds Cider like House Rules. What's that author? Where the, where yeah. the poplars grow. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds a little like uh, a, an AI got it wrong. You know? Yeah. Like you, right. you told an AI to come up with a movie title that's like a horror movie, and you fed it all this information, pictures of Freddy, and all that, and you all you know, it could do is there have been trivia Freddy. things that I've been in where they've taken movie titles, translated them into another language, and then translated them back, and and it's. It's like the telephone game, right? Where things get so out of control, but there's like one or two words still in there that's like, oh, a pulp, a pulp fake story, pulp fiction, <laughs> you know. I want to see stay the same. I want to yeah. see pulp fake story as long pulp as it's a whole new story. movie. I need pulp a new movie. Story. What's in the briefcase? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I I wanted to know what dr neil gordon was doing with uh with her dream doll and and then patricia arquette's little house why why did he have all this stuff at the end yeah because like like whoever stole the glove he just went in after the uh, after freddie was dead and took all the things he wanted yes by the way if you translate this i'm sorry you put me on a bad track here (laughs) if you translate this movie to arabic and then back to english it's called case sorry case 573 movie Oh, uh, Dream really? Warriors. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Wow. Case 573. Yeah. I don't get it. It's real I weird. I want to watch that. Yeah. It's funky as hell. Anyway, I'll get out of that because that'll distract the hell out of me. I can't be doing that. <laughs> be here all day. Uh, let's see here. We also, oh, this is the only film out of the first six to not begin with a nightmare scene. Um, I don't know if oh. I didn't, I didn't really think about it at the time, but it's true. They yeah. always start that's with the fake the, out, right? That's, yeah. the, that's the fake out. Yeah. Well, wait, in this wait, one, wait. it was a fake doesn't out. It? Isn't, uh, isn't Patricia Arquette walking around and meets the girl on yeah. a tricycle and stuff? She does after no, she, she falls, falls asleep. asleep. Yeah. Yeah. Prior to that, she's oh, like drinking right. the she's coffee making, and she's stuff. She's doing paper mache under an interrogation. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 Only yeah. if you're listening to Dokken and, and yeah. yeah. And mom so. comes home and we get our first great trope. <laughs> Which is that mom's in there talking to her, and mom's, mom's brought a man home, and she hadn't said anything about it. Yep. And then he calls yep. to her, "Hey, what's going on?" You're like, oh Where's my, my god, beer? yeah, where's my beer? Such a, I love that trope so much. It's a good Just, one. She's one of those moms, though. The uh, '80s uh, horror movie moms. Boy, she sucks. Yeah. yeah. She oh, she her. was so cool when you pull her head off and she's she going, you're such a dream. bitch. You didn't believe anything yeah. I said. You should listen to me. Yeah, that was great. I captured that because I don't know why. I just have it now. I have a video of her doing that. She's so angry. Yeah. She does a fantastic I swear, job. people, if I yeah. die, people are going to go through my hard drive and go, what the frick are you doing? What is all, what are, what are these video clips? <laughs> Seriously, they're not going to find a bunch of porn. They're going to find a bunch of like weird audio that i captured out of things don't, and don't you tell me what i'm not gonna find uh, yeah, yeah that's true you find yeah, what you want ever happens to me just one of you guys get onto my computer and delete a folder on I'm my on desktop it. called firmware updates ah uh, gotcha nice. okay hilarious <laughs> nice 
That's a great <laughs> way to, you know what? That's, that's, uh, that's security by obscurity is what you got going there. I like that. It really yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. Really good. Um, all right. I, uh, I got some tough talk. Uh, how Freddy and his world works. Okay. I, I have problems with this. Oh, well, if yeah. your goal is just to kill these people, then, okay. T- I have two problems. One is you go through a whole lot of hoops before you kill them. Just kill them. Now, I sure. know that makes for a lesser movie, but it makes for uh, it makes him lesser as a as a sentient being that he would take so long and have to be all creative. Well, let's walk this kids with his nerve He's... strings up to the top of the tower and then wait a long time and then snip him. And why does that have to be so, so theatric? Because but it's a serial killer thing, right? You you toy with your you play with your victim before you kill them. Freddy yeah. is not a dog. Freddy is a cat. He wants <laughs> yeah, to, exactly. Yeah. He wants to play with his prey. Okay. You gotta Freddy, bat the, Freddy, bat is the mouse around and maybe, Freddy, maybe kids' souls taste better when they're yeah, Freddy, uh, scared. Sort of, sort of, kind of. Freddy is, he's your classic uh, fairy tale character who needs you to be in fear to power his, uh, to power his immortal existence. Okay. So yeah, he, he's got to do that. He's okay. got to, he, they got to be, when he puts them into his, uh, into his, uh, screaming kid face chest thing, yeah. he needs you to be screaming when you go in there. All you right. Know what I mean, well, let me yeah, ask I you, mean, it's, let me ask you this. You, know, then. you look at John Wayne Gacy or, or, um, you know, any of these, these, uh, serial killers yeah. who they don't just like, oh, okay, welcome to the house. Doink, you're dead. It's, doink. you know, let's, <laughs> let's torture. And, you know, I really want you to scream or want you to be afraid for a while. No, you're killer. totally, you're I totally I right. I want to see the doink killer. Yeah. 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 The doink killer. Oh my, my new, God. It's my new killer. horror movie franchise. It's going to be yeah. called doink. Uh, doink on Elm street. Uh, I can't doink wait for the street. Netflix documentary to talk doink about the story the it's poplars. based on. Yeah. You gotta get, I want the real story. Well, he just killed him. Just straight up killed him. Just doinked. Yeah. Doink. He got doinked. Uh, but then, okay, the second part of my whole complaint is this. They break their own rules all the time. You yes. should only be able to do stuff in dream space. He breaks through that all the time in this, and I don't like that. Like, if you're going to uh, you, reanimate your skeleton yeah. for the guys that aren't asleep, F that. Yeah, yeah. Only because he's he's or powerful is- enough to do it. She, Nancy notices that he is more powerful because he's been collecting these souls. These are the last. These are the youngest and last on the Elm Street. He's almost reached his final form where he can come back to life. Uh, so he was able to animate his own skeleton, but only for a brief time. But yeah, but he did other like shit. Back in his ghost dad is like you know sparkly. Uh, uh, <laughs> saved, by, saved by the force. No, <laughs> right. are they st- oh they are still in the house. Yeah, they're they? in the yeah, house in the dream. dream. Yeah, yeah, That's they're the still in the dream there, but still they're crossing over real life death that happened with dream power to dream death. Uh, it's a little. It's just yeah. janky. Here's the other thing: if you're gonna have these these powers within this okay let me okay let me back up dunaway are you saying are you saying to me dunaway that in the end of all of this his final form is something that can cross the planes then he can be out in the real world okay yes did they ever explore that world to terrorize did they ever explore that in the the old he's gotta collect them all did the newer movies touch on that i don't remember i they've touched it in the franchise on it a couple of times um i can live with that if that's canon i just don't know it's just hard to say. I wouldn't say it's solid canon because this story has been in many different people's hands and there's no true hardcore continuity. So it's just kind of loosey goosey. Also, at the end of the day, he's he's banished and killed from you know by the holy water and the cross and the bearing of the bones and all that. Right. Um so fine. But then <laughs> fine. he disappears, and then the way that they do the cliffhanger at the end is she's they're all fast asleep finally, and then the light turns on in her little model house she made, and that's to say, oh, he's right. back. If he's that diminished, uh, here's another real world crossover where he can control the lights in the little stupid house. 
Like because, that's all he could do. He could only do the lighthouses. Yeah. Like the, the, the connection, the connective tissue through all of this is that you have to start out in, in a dream state. Yeah. Right. He doesn't just come after you in the waking world. That's like the you, shoehorn that can bring him yeah. into, into this you, world. You start out dreaming and then he gets control over your body basically while you're dreaming. And it doesn't matter if you wake up, you know, if you're wide awake, he's, he's now got you. And he can drive you to jump out of a high window or something. Sure. Oh, poor Philip. Bradley yeah. Craig. Yeah. Our felt our our looks like wants to they a wanted Feldman, but they Sean couldn't. Aston. Yeah. Sean Aston. Yeah, somewhere between uh Corey Feldman and Sean Aston yeah. was yeah. What, what they made Bradley Gregg look like, which he doesn't really look like that in, in most things, but they they kind of had he had this personality that was kind of like that was kind of like that. Let me let me blow your mind for a second. Um Lawrence Fishburne is only Larry, six years older than <laughs> Patricia Arquette, Larry Fishburne. Oh, He's wow. only six wow. years older than her. What? Yeah. What? He was so young here. What? And I was really hoping he was going to get a chance to to offer what? some pills, but it never happened. John Saxton uh, recently passed 2020, uh, age yeah. 83, and he looked pretty young here. I'm just grappling now with the how old this movie is, because <laughs> some yeah. of these people yeah, like the, the girl I've been making fun of, the Jennifer Rubin performance. Uh, she's like 60 this year. Uh, like, how is this? How, who are we? What are we? How are we doing? What this? are we even? <laughs> I just don't understand. Wouldn't it be kinder just to have killed us in our dreams? Maybe. I think it would have. Maybe it would When we were young yeah. and handsome. I've had some pretty weird dreams in my life. I'm really glad they don't cross over. Cause whew. right. Like Brian's yeah. head on a chair. Remember that? On, a, on an office chair. Yeah. That would be, that'd be, yeah. yeah. What, what, uh, what phrase would I say? Like, uh, I'm on yeah. an office chair, bitch. bitch. Like that. Yeah. He really relies on that later in this movie. It's, it he is does. a crutch for him. Yeah. yeah, he's really got some woman issues. Yeah, and I don't mind his like, you know, when it has something to do with the object, like um, oh yeah, the ch- like, the uh, wheelchair. The prime time, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's your big break in TV. I guess part those of my are, those are great. Part of my problem that with was the improv, 80s, right? My yes, well, was it? Oh, was it really? The, Get out. That's the trivia. Uh, yeah, that that he had a better line, in my opinion. What was it? Um, uh, Welcome to Brighton, like, bitch. Want to watch some TV or something? Like it was like a well, more direct a thing. Line. That's a less better right. line. I don't like that. Welcome to welcome to TV. Welcome wow. to TV. <laughs> you want to be on a you want to be on a TV show? Yeah, do you? you be on TV? I'm gonna do something better than this. You want to be in TV? He should have said. Yeah, you want to be in TV? That's yeah. it. Yeah. Remember yeah. remember when uh, uh, TV remotes were the size of a, a bar of yeah. Irish Spring? Oh, that yeah, was dude. that was totally a remote from like a decade earlier too. So they had like totally, old yeah. shit in this. Uh, oh, which I, I don't know. Loved. That's the one my dad had in '87 because he was too cheap to get a better. TV. Well, yeah. I mean. <laughs> But but yeah, like these kids. So what's weird about it is I also had this feeling of, you know, I graduated in 87, the same year uh, this came out. Right. And uh, that means I was almost 18. Anyway, these kids are so close to that age and they're all got the right hairstyles and everything. Yeah. That part really got me. I was like, oh, yeah. shit. This is how much this time is our has generation, passed. man. This, yeah. That's that's what's great about horror movies is they're usually fairly inexpensive. Uh, you can you don't have to have. Uh, you know the best actors. You can have young people, which are really—it's it's fairy tales, right? We're all crossing over from fairy tales to horror, and it speaks to generations. It's, so it's uh, you know it's usually it's uber violent yeah. things that um, adults are like, oh, I don't want to deal with this anymore. But kids are like fascinated with it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. A uh, couple of but, things uh, here. I really, it really annoyed me. There, they had these group sessions. I would like to now do. I'd like to perform an impression of the group session. All right. 
<laughs> so this is a, this is my impression of the audio quality and the group sessions as filmed oh, by yeah. the movie New Nightmare. Here it is. <laughs> you couldn't hear shit they were saying. It was horrible. It was echoey. It was it like was a bathroom terrible. recording. It was horrible. Horrible. It was bad. Yeah. Oh only straight God. talk in this room, Scott. Only straight talk. Only straight talk. That's right. Uh, also, that D&D game ripoff they played was stupid. Oh, yeah, I know. Well, we don't. Was they it, don't have a license to show. Uh, what was it? Magic. What no, was it? Wizard. Magic, uh, wizard. Wizard. Wizard Master. Wizard Master. Yeah. 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 Wizard Master. Something like that. Yeah. Which is. I mean, the the trope there is obvious. It's like, hey, there's a nerd kid among us, and he plays D&D. Yeah. And, yeah. and he's only going to have nerd things to say, and he did. He's like, <laughs> I, they really missed out there. They really missed out on him being, uh, they, they started giving people nicknames, and I was like, oh, oh, they're going to call him Wheels, because his name is Will, and he's oh, in a wheelchair. Oh, Wheels. They're going to yeah. call him Wheels. Yeah. I was like, oh, they didn't do it. They didn't do it. Oh, <laughs> I got a trope for you. Oh, you do here. My favorite trope in the maybe my favorite moment in the entire movie. It's the trope of you're uh, you're being you're you think you're under attack. Someone's going to break in. They're breaking in. You think there's danger, and it turns out to be the enlarged Arnold from Different Strokes. Uh. Everything's going to be just fine. <laughs> he is a beefy boy. Don't you he love that trope? Kincaid. I love that trope. Yeah, it's a pretty yeah. good one. You know, they like use the, it a lot the, in horror movies, though. And that's a horror oh, movie. Oh, they use thing. it in everything. Yeah. I just saw it in an episode of Young Sheldon. Like, they're, oh, someone's at the door. Oh, my God, <laughs> someone's at the door. And then it's like, no, it turns out to be Meemaw. Yeah. My favorite moment wasn't my favorite kill because there was no kill, but my favorite thing is that giant snake head. I thought that was cool. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah oh, that's oh, cool, oh, man. That's a cool, cool. And I guess it went through a big redesign that cost a ton of money because it was too phallic. It looked like a big old penis thing. <laughs> So they had to change it, and um, boy, that must have been a bummer for those guys building it. This movie has a lot more attacks than kills, and so like, I want to ask what's your favorite attack, and I'll just give you mine. The freaking syringes on the fingers attack. It just makes me. It just makes me grin. It's such a ridiculous attack, you know. And you know, he's able to get those each of those syringes into those little tiny mouths without even looking. Just like. I loved that. I, I can't uh, even plug a USB in. So she, come on, she, that make does that make her her kind of our chick in the bucket? Because uh, grab a bucket. She right, seems, we she don't dies. see her. She does die, but we don't see her die. Like she's never. The last we see her is her getting the the injection, and I guess like a vein pops out on her forehead or something. Yeah, and that's it. Right. And then no more. Everybody yeah. else, at least yeah. there was a body on the floor. Or there was like a something. I guess we didn't see the wheelchair kid either after his thing. Right. Right. Yeah. They never. They. So all right. They're. They share a ch- bucket. Chicks, yes, a shared bucket. Shared bucket. So it's, it, yeah, it's, it's interesting. Well, I, I'm curious about that because I, I wonder why they didn't do that because this was unique <laughs> because they were all in her dream, Patricia Arquette's character. Um, so their bodies were actually in another room. Right. So Right. I just, I'm sorry. Right. I just can't quite get over Brian saying two, two buckets, one or no, two chicks, one bucket. Two chicks, I'm one sorry. bucket. <laughs> two chicks, one bucket. Oh, gross. I'm sorry. That was really funny. That was really good. Yeah, no, you're right. Especially like jo- jo- not Josh, Joey, who's in the other room and Joey the whole time. Right. And when they woke him up, when the lady came in and said, "What is going on in here?" Uh, Joey was still there on the floor. Yeah, um, yeah he didn't die. They, he was just tongue lashed, and uh, but he in a coma. He survived enough to make it into uh, Dream Warriors Four. Yeah, and I don't know if like I guess. The, the voice thing was just in his dream. It wasn't like, oh, all of a sudden now I'm, I'm able to talk. It was just like in his dream, he's, he can talk. Oh, it, that's a good question. I guess in four, we'd know. He did a havoc, right? Yeah. yeah. 
That was kind of cool for a moment there. Not really. Yeah, black, kinda. black bolt kind of. Black bolt. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I thought yeah. the best effect in the like the best practical effect that would be done digitally now was her falling into that chair. Uh, oh yeah, falling. That was pretty cool. It. Yeah, I kind of yeah. like the mirror room, like how because uh, yeah. you're thinking about this. All right, they've just basically created a room where they've cut holes in the walls and put frames on those holes, but they also have to do this weird digital effect to make it look like there is a line that they're crossing through and. Mm-hmm. That can't be easy to do because you've got to, you basically have to create a plane and figure out what parts of their body are crossing that plane to put like a, a little bit of a warp effect on it. Yeah. And it looked good. It looked good for the it time. It actually looked pretty yeah, good. It, it yeah. looked amazing. I, I yeah. didn't even, it didn't co- create a moment of concern for me about like what, what was actually going on. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I just, I just bought it. Mm-hmm. I just went, yeah. Uh, yeah. oh, those, they're, they're being pulled into a window or some kind. Sure. Yeah, even the even the dude getting marionetted up to the thing and then jumping off, his his like sinews getting pulled out and used as strings. Oh gosh, yeah, that was pretty effective. That's it's stuff. pretty effective, and and like you looking at his foot, and there's a big gaping hole where this uh, where his yes. nerves are coming out. It's like okay, I'm trying to figure out. He must have really flat feet because that is where I think yeah. the top of the foot would be. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. That yeah. yeah. They did a really good job at that, and I thought yeah. I got real Hellraiser vibes from that scene. Um, yeah. Plus, it's it is it's well done enough to make you feel like, Oh God, that freaking hurts. Just watching it. Yeah. Even yeah. if, even if you see a few seams here and there, like the one, like Joey's body getting written on while he's laying there, you could tell <laughs> right that. Right the nipple. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And can I lodge a complaint? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. What do we have for that? Hold on there. Go. Okay. Good. That's not <laughs> as much. That's actually appropriate because come and get him, bitch. Uh, should have a comma there. It, it, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> come and get him, comma, bitch. Yeah. Yes. Not agreed. come and get him, bitch. And that the, makes it sound like you're getting him, bitch. And the sound of him adding that comma would sound just like, yeah. just like that. <laughs> come and get him, bitch. There you go. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Nailed it. Um, anyway. Hey, would, what, you, yeah. would you go into, like, if you come home and nobody's home, but you're not sure nobody's home and you walk in and the house is dark, do you go, Somebody? <laughs> no. no 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 not anybody oh, you just walk in and go somebody yeah that's a weird thing to say i would say hello that's what i would yeah do. yeah exactly yeah i don't think you'd start with somebody that somebody doesn't, that doesn't make sense for some reason i always if i if i get home and i don't think there's anybody there but i'm not certain i always start making threats <laughs> yeah that's what you do that's what you do the first thing i say is hello i say hello and if i don't get any response i'm like I'm about to drop trowel. You know, like I, just, I make threats. <laughs> I'm going to poop right here. I'm going to the bathroom yeah, and I'm not going to close the door. That's right. in your kitchen. Hello. I'm making mud. Come get me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, that's I've a weird. That, that, that is weird. Did she have that shock of white hair in two as well? Or no, she wasn't in no, two. No, she wasn't in two at all. And, uh, no, that's a major no, trope. It was, it's like the poltergeist. I've been through trauma. Exactly, yeah. Oh, it's a trauma, a trauma. shock? I didn't know that. Yeah, I, thought, yeah. I thought it was like, hey, we want her to seem a little older, so we'll give her a little gray hair. But no, it's from now. Oh, you remember What's-Her-Face from the first Poltergeist movie, like three quarters of the way through the movie, she gets a scare and then she gets like a streak of gray in her. And right. Or is it just the very you, end or something? Yeah, you can so. get a streak of gray. But it still takes time for that hair to grow out. Yeah. It doesn't, yes. doesn't like shock down through your hair. Right, exactly. It would be at the base of your of that yeah. Uh, yeah. The follicle, did, not all the way through. Didn't that happen to Rogue? Uh, X Men Rogue? It did, but yeah, you know, that's. Yeah, she got powers. scared by uh, 
Carol Danvers when she took her powers. <laughs> is that what? Is that what that was? I don't remember that. No, I guess no. Oh. No, as a matter of fact, in the original, her first appearance, Avengers uh, Annual Ten, she had two streaks of gray on either side of her hair, and then they just oh, and they parted it, it yeah. one later on. Yeah, 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 that's cool. And they gave it, but I, I think in the movies they gave it to Anna Paquin when she something happened, like when she got oh, really? stabbed when by she Wolverine. First used her powers or something, probably something. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, that I can live with because you're in comic book land. <laughs> You know, yes, you're, right, of course. you're a superhero. You're a mutant. But if and if she only had it in Dreamland, then I would yeah. go. And that's a cool that idea. That's a cool idea. Yeah, but yeah. in real yeah. world, you like, guys all have powers. I have gray hair. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't get that. I just couldn't get it. I was like, why? Why do all? Why do all these kids have freaking powers? Why does she has any? Why does she have anything? Yeah, she had well, nothing. Why is the best thing you can come up with like having spiked hair and knives or being able to do? Uh, tumbling like uh, tumbling Our tumbling was hilarious Patricia our kids <laughs> yeah. I was like like this is oh hilarious. you know a- in my dreams I carry eight lightsabers uh, four <laughs> machine guns and <laughs> this is what happens when you have a generation of people who grow up on MTV that got no imagination yeah. what's your power uh tumble yeah, I got right? tumbles my, my power good. would be I can turn into a larger faster Freddy <laughs> Right. A, yeah. yeah what yeah. Yes. by the way freddie but with knives on both hands how about that <laughs> i thought that this was the point. one where he became a giant thresher uh oh but i no. think that I might be that, that was... might be the simpsons that did a rip off of that one uh, when... sure. that's a, that's a, wow do you remember that you remember the do that but it's not i think there was a halloween i'm not sure there was a halloween yeah. episode with with willie groundskeeper willie yeah, yeah. Yep. and he became i think You're he right. became a thresher or a big blonde mower or something and i've conf- now i've conflated them with actual freddie i think yeah for sure that's right. one of the best you know what if you sat me down put a gun to my head said pick the pick the best one i'd probably pick the simpsons parody I really like yeah. that. <laughs> that's the best nightmare on Elm Street is yeah. not a nightmare on Elm Street. I think that's all. why I was less I less liked these than I like Jason and um Mike My- Michael Myers and things like that. I liked those better because they felt more grounded, whereas this was always yeah. dependent on this magical dream layer. And I yeah. it just didn't scare me as a kid. Yeah. As, like the other ones did. And it was no, also none of them really one... scared me, but it was like just the fact that this one had a quote unquote superhero team. Yeah. Right. I think that was the thing that made it like, okay, this is this is why I like this one the best, even though they're not a superhero team, but it wasn't just one person's dream. Nobody else believes her. She finally, after everybody around her dies, gets uh, gets the win. What I would like Nightmare- to see Oh sorry, go, go ahead. ahead. No, you go ahead. I was gonna say Nightmare scared me the most out of all of the franchises when I was young. Yeah. Be- because because it it did uh, he could he could visit you in your dreams. Literally, the most vulnerable time you could be. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that yeah, that yeah. scared me more. Like whereas, like uh, Michael. I mean, all I had to do to avoid uh, uh, all I had to do to avoid Jason Voorhees is uh, don't go camping and have sex with other people. Easy enough. Got it. Not a problem. Piece of cake. Uh, Michael Myers, just you know, avoid that neighborhood. Mm-hmm. If you right. see Jamie Lee Curtis, mm-hmm. run. But Freddie, he could come get you. He yeah. could just. Yeah, like Ring, that scared the shit out of me too. Because it's like, oh, you watch the video, you're f- now you're just yeah. screwed, yeah. You're screwed. <laughs> you're f- <laughs> you're f- <laughs> you're f- screwed. Uh, real quick, the guy. Okay, here's what I want, and they're never going to do this, but this is what I want: take the series and decide it's time for a re- rethink, reboot, whatever. And you don't go traditional at all with this. You hire Ari Aster. If you don't know who that is, this guy made Hereditary and Midsummer. He's making some yeah. new one called Disappointment oh, yeah. Boulevard. 
there's only one guy working in horror today that truly scares me. There's some that delight me and entertain me and once in a while scare me like Mike Flanagan and others. But the guy that really gets under my skin and won't let me sleep is this dude. Uh, Ari Aster should make this because he has already a dreamlike quality to what he creates, hereditary especially. And that game's scary as shit. If you really want to scare me and you want to make Freddy like a valid scare thing and not just a money making, you know, I realize as I say that they're never going to do this, but you hire, <laughs> you hire that guy. If you, if you really want to spend a lot and make a really good movie that doesn't sell any tickets. Yeah. If you want it to be like, no one's, everyone's going to say it's not, it's not campy like the old stuff, then don't hire him. But if you want like a true thing, he's your guy. You don't want Jordan Peele's Nightmare on Elm Street? No. Although, you know what? I'm sorry. Hold on. That's not bad. Yes, I do. I do. I'd do that. And let's go all black cast because he likes doing that. Let's get like, um, oh, geez. Let's cast Freddy with a a great black actor. Who do we like? Uh, Oh. uh, Let's have Larry first fish burn back. (laughs) Yeah, why not? (laughs) Let's do it. (laughs) Why not? Larry Fishburne's not doing anything. Get him back. If you're looking for Lawrence Fishburne, you're screwed. Too He's too busy. Too bad Scatman Crothers isn't around anymore. I know, oh, right? Freddy. That made me sad. Oh, that's yeah. not bad, he though. Perfect. That's not bad. Yeah, he'd be a great Freddy. Oh, jeez. He I wouldn't mean, even have to move. He'd just get the shit. Right. Yes. I still haven't the seen the one he, the, the Candyman he produced. He didn't direct it, but he produced it, and it's oh, supposed yeah. to be great. Uh, and he wrote oh, yeah, it. He wrote, and he wrote the, it, right. Candyman. I want to see that. Did you say Randy Man? Randy Man. I want to see Randy Man. Don't say it. Don't say it anymore. Don't say it anymore. (laughs) Twice. Don't say it again. He'll he'll show up and tell you about the time he. (laughs) Yeah, he'll he'll tell you how to say machete right, and he'll shoot bees out of his mouth. Ah! (laughs) Randy Man. Randy Man. Randy Man. What? Sorry. No. (laughs) I I just want to know. I want to know. There are three simple rules for getting rid of Randy Man. Go ahead, Randy. What do I you just simply really want to know what's in Jordan Peele's next like twenty years? Because it's like yeah. when I think about like the last five years, right? It's Get Out, it's Us, it's Candyman, it's Nope, and it's and, that unfortunate hit and miss Twilight Zone. Twilight Zone yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's like, is this is this a tra- trend? Or is, yeah. is they, going to back to comedy be, or something? Right. Are we going to look back and go, oh, I, I miss those horror movies by Jordan Peele from the remember Remember Jordan Peele's horror period? Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. I would like to know how that's going to go. I, you know what? Yeah. It's, that's a really interesting question. I always think about this sort of stuff. It's like in the 80s, if you saw this movie, would you have gone, oh, that Patricia Arquette, she's going to be big? Probably not. I mean, I don't know. Probably you never not. can tell with people. So in Jordan yeah. Peele's case, obviously, he's already hit it big. But what is his long-term thing like we know what spielberg did spielberg went from family pleasers genre stuff to like a mix of that and then like super serious stuff yeah and to this day i guess this new thing he's working on is supposed to be really good um crap can't remember the name wendell and wild or the no, oh no the spielberg thing spielberg, spielberg it's some fan yeah. it's some family name the name of it when, wendell and wild no no no, no we're talking about steven spielberg not steven uh, spielberg okay uh yeah on. wendell and wild is the jordan peele thing Steven. Which is Henry like 3D Selleck. animated, I think. Yeah, Henry Selleck, uh, Jordan Peele. Oh shit! Are you kidding? Oh no, I'm not kidding. So I'm good. not kidding. That sounds fantastic. Yeah, it's going straight to Netflix. So, all right, yep. well, I'm in. Um, uh, here it is. I found it. It's uh, October director. 21st. Comes out yesterday. the the movie's putting. Sorry, comes out a week for comes out in theaters yesterday. Comes out on Netflix a week from yesterday. Uh, oh. It's the Fablemans okay. is the one I'm thinking of from Spielberg, and it's got oh, Michelle that's... Williams, Gabriel Abel, oh, Paul Dano, yeah. 
And this is yeah, already it's like getting... it's love letter to a budding filmmaker. I saw a preview for okay, this. Yeah, yeah coming, coming of age thing. It's coming out Thanksgiving. Yeah, it's supposed to be great. Judd Hirsch and is in this. Seth Rogen for some reason. Look for it on Oscar <laughs> night, I'm sure. <laughs> so what, do you, what is that? Okay, <laughs> Seth, Seth Rogen. Let's just like, I want 30 <laughs> seconds. 30 Go. seconds. Go. Get on the clock. Is a, good, is a good person who is beloved and always does a good job. Yeah, and, I like him. I like him. Uh, okay. Why are there so many people that just hate on Seth Rogen? I don't get that. Because um, of his laugh. His laugh is horrible. hung out with, that his, kind of stuff. His laugh Isn't is garbage. Isn't it a good laugh? Isn't it a laugh no, we like? No, no, It's bad. It's a laugh Scott does not like. Yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> I just can't stand it. But it's okay, because he doesn't do it in the movies normally. Yeah. He's pretty good about keeping that he's, tucked and away. And he's one of those guys that you're never going to say, oh, I it, that that role, I couldn't believe that was Seth Rogen in there. It was uh, He was unrecognizable because he's always going to be the Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen. I, I mean, just pull him in as, you know. Right up until he does. Like you, you will not be surprised if he completely transforms in some movie in the future. Maybe. He may have that in him at some point. And that would be uh, cool. Like, I'd be into that. But as it stands, sure. I don't know, man. He's, a, he's yeah. fine. I don't have a problem with yeah. or no. Anyway, it's fine. In the, in the new Jordan Peele remake of Nightmare on Elm Street, Seth Rogen is Freddy Krueger. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Let's do it. <laughs> Come and get me, bitch. <laughs> Can I have your weed? <laughs> follow, the, follow the trail of, uh, of of green smoke. You can find me. <laughs> That's <laughs> not a bad idea. You really. know what? It's all, sounds like it's coming Brian together. Ibbett, Brian Ibbett does a number of impressions because. I appreciate and enjoy. <laughs> that That's now right up there. That's I really good. like that. There's some. There's an energy to it. That <laughs> like that. I don't know. Can't explain it. Uh, all right. What else? Uh, oh, uh, oh. Let's do best best deaths. I think oh, I, yeah. I feel I'm like we sorry. all. I think Randy even started us going down that path. Yeah, he we started with attacks, and I'm not sure we all answered. I said snake. Did you guys have a favorite no. attack? I like I like the uh, the the head into the TV, just picking somebody up and bl- bashing yeah. their head right into the TV. So best attack and, you, and best death, would you say? And that's a, death, I, I think that, I think that's a really good attack, also because uh, he's got arms coming out of the TV. So you have to have gotten really close to it, like right. really right. close to it. Like you dummy, just don't get that close to the TV. Are <laughs> you can't hurt you? Are you guys surprised but, they got Dick Cavett and Jacques? I was going to say Jacques. It involves Jacques Gabor. Weird. I I think that's why it worked. Chose to actually have them. And yeah. actually film that. I, yeah. I'm like, couldn't they just yeah. done some archive? I mean, but no, they needed for Jaja Gabor to freak out. And for him to turn <laughs> right. on her and all because, that. Like, yeah. Because if there's one thing uh, teenagers in 1985 loved, yeah. it was Dick Cavett and Jaja <laughs> Gabor. <laughs> Dick Cavett like was definitely a generation prior to ours as far as <laughs> yeah. our focus. I like the but- trivia that- yeah. I like the trivia says that she didn't know anything about the series, the franchise, hadn't seen anything about it. Yeah. She just agreed to do it and that and that they brought out uh Freddie and that was her, her real look of oh shit. What what <laughs> yeah. is happening? It claims right now. That, yeah, it claims she saw that makeup That's, and just went, Oh man. Yeah, she there. also fell asleep in her dressing room, woke up, looked in the mirror, and went, ah! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Sometimes you You're forget what makeup's person. on you. You, f- you forget, you know? <laughs> you just don't know, and it can uh, can uh, it can give you a fright, as the as the trivia says. That's right. That's right. Who's uh, your favorite Hungarian? Yeah, right. In this movie, uh, there's only one. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So, yeah, I say the girl in the TV, favorite death, attack, snake. Uh, but I think overall, the movie deserves 
cred for having the best kills in the series. I nothing else yeah. stuck up, st- stuck up, stacked stacked up to this. Stuck up, stacks up, stick it up, stuck stuck it up, stack it up your stick ups. Uh, and also, I this, liked I liked yeah. Will's death because I liked that that badass wheelchair. That was a pretty cool effect. Did somebody oh, built that shit, but his man. wizard thing, that? the wizard thing was so stupid, dude. Oh, yeah. I, look, we didn't have a lot of wizards in horror movies at the time. I was okay with it. I <laughs> liked the nod. It's bad. It's bad. I liked it. When he became yeah. the wizard, and I guess wizards wear, you know, big collared uh, cloaks and robes, sure. whatever. Steve liked wizard. And then <laughs> that all the hand animated green stuff they had to draw around it, and that was just bad. I also like the little animated, uh, small hand, the little puppets that uh, that Philip had that he was making. I thought those were pretty cool, and they were. Oh, animated. those were cool. That stop motion stuff was rad. Yeah, but, but I then, like I like Puppet Master and that, that kind of shows movies too. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then can we agree that the little house was kind of uninspired? I was yeah. like, oh, it's a house. Yeah. Popsicle Popsicles, sticks. yeah. Right. Mache. Yeah. <laughs> what? 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 I did make <laughs> Tina laugh though. Like uh, Heather Langenkamp runs in the room and put drops the uh, house right in front of Patricia Arquette and says, "I used to live in this house." And I go, "Yeah, wow, you must that, have been really tiny." <laughs> <Tina."> <laughs> you Maybe you start laughing. Exactly what I felt. Uh, Hilarious. Great. Uh, by the way, really quickly, we're talking about Dungeons and Dragons and early portrayal, uh, 1982's Mazes and Monsters starring yes. Tom Hanks is available on is Peacock. Is it there? <gasps> yes. Yes, we got to watch that. Streaming on Peacock with ads, but it's streaming on Peacock. I'd watch it. It, it was a made-for-TV movie, right? And it was, it was. on NBC, it totally right? Was. Yeah, that makes sense. Movie. Yeah. And the only thing I can remember is Tom Hanks uh, in his best Tom Hanksian line delivering, oh, there's blood on my knife. <laughs> 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 yeah, I love all that. I can remember. Like, buzz, buzz. It's just he does it in everything. He does. <laughs> also, that uh, skeleton fight had some cool stop motion, but trying to mix it with like real live people looked oh, stupid. Yeah. That was dumb. That was, that was kind of rough in 87. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Harryhausen was long dead by this point. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. Uh, I thought the, the model was yeah. cool. Like, all the makeup. The model stuff. was cool, but yeah. the animation stop motion was just kind of. Mm, and I'll also give it this credit. Every other horror movie in the 80s, including the real scary stuff like Hellraiser and everything else, they had the worst colored blood. It all looked like yeah. strawberry jam back then. But in yeah. this movie, they actually kind of got it right. It was dark yeah. and thick. And um, when she cut her wrist, but she but thought it was thick. the... Yeah, not too thick. Right. Like, it felt like they f- discovered the future of movie blood, but I then nobody else used it. When it's too thick, it's like red honey. And you're yeah. like, that's not blood. Yes. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Yeah, you need you need the perfect. I don't know what they use today you to pull it off. You can't use forty weight. You got to use like a ten or twenty weight. <laughs> right. Yeah. Where do you get that? Where do you go? Uh, where do you pick that up? Trader Joe's. Caro uh, syrup and uh, they always told us as kids it was like ah, oh, caro syrup, syrup and food coloring is, yeah. is how you make your blood. Yeah, I think that may have that been would true be for a, a lot giant mess. Oh my god, yeah. covering that. Oh my god. No, you'd be like you'd be like Chevy Chase in bed on, in Christmas vacation trying to pull those magazine bits off his fingers. It'd be uh. like, <laughs> You'd spend a week doing that. Beverly D'Angelo's hair. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I love about that scene now? It's actually a very funny idea, but if you watch it, he's just grabbing and holding shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. not there, right. There's no sticking anything. Yeah. yeah. Grabs her hair, holds it, you know, just hangs onto it, grabs the lamp, doesn't actually touch it, just grabs it and pulls it as if he's stuck. And we all yeah. bought it and it was fine. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I still uh, buy it. Do you guys want to do clips or do you have anything else big you want to mention here? Uh, the only other thing I wrote down to my list was uh, Sister Vanilla Latte. So I guess when the nun <laughs> first appears. Yeah, we really haven't mentioned the nun. And I thought yeah. the nun was a really nice touch. Yeah. yeah. That's, I did too. Yeah, if, that, that's Freddie's mom. And uh, right. 
I, I, this is the first time they really explored this idea. They weren't sure they were still fiddling with his backstory, right? We kind of knew that he was like a child murderer and that the, the right. town had come together and burn him. But you know, what really motivated him to become and this, the bastard child of a right, hundred or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. hundred, uh, criminally insane Arkham asylum, uh, during the forties. It was, it was bad. Right. It was bad. Right. Yeah. But I enjoyed that part. I, I enjoyed that expansion. I thought that was the, pretty good. World. Did he, he's the only one that could see her. So once again, we're breaking the rules, the, the rules of dream versus whatever. Oh, right. Right. Well, like what is yeah, she? But a that's, ghost? Not, that's not a nightmare on Elm Street. I mean, that's not a Freddy Krueger thing. That is a, Oh, I'm a ghost and I'm going to appear to you to tell you the story. Yeah, so they may, so they're, they're mixing genres then they're taking they ghost yes, stories. Right. Okay. All right. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I, I'm curious. I'm, he, he must have a greater story. He must have a greater story somewhere. He he has a connection. Yeah, he has a connection to the street somewhere or another because he's getting he's getting that. He's also he's the one that ends up with all Nancy stuff at the end, and that that's where the light comes on in the house. Yeah. Uh. So I. Uh, yeah. I was. I was curious. Yeah, but I don't think he. I don't think he comes back for the fourth. No, nope. he doesn't. Installment. Nope. He doesn't. Yeah. No, we're done yeah. with him. But he was a compelling. Because you go from he's skeptic, he's that trope of skeptic, and by the end he a believer, and he right, yeah. and he goes through that process. I think pretty well. Like I actually think his whole thing was was really well uh, realized, and he might have been one of the better actors too. But and he's another one of those guys that I feel like we see in other things. Like I thought he was the guy who uh, in seven. <laughs> I thought was he was. The- Bill- I thought I like oh poor man's Bill Maher. Yeah, that's who it is. Right yeah, Bill Maher. Yeah, no, yeah, the guy in seven who uh, who has the thing put on his, his uh, junk and has to have sex with a hooker. The, you know what I'm talking about? Uh, There's that actor oh. that we've seen in everything. The one that's got the uh, scared, shaky face. Uh, he's always yes, freaking out. Yes. Scared, yeah. Shaky face. Guy, alien, yes. alien four. That guy. He's in yes, that. Yes. Yeah, thank yeah, yeah. you. Yes. Craig yeah. Glasson is not any of those people. No, <laughs> he's, he's not any of those people. Yes. Oh, uh, he was in body double. If uh, that needs to be on our list, by the way, the, oh, yeah. Brian I don't think DePaul I've seen that. body double. Is that good? I've never, I don't think I've seen it. It's Watch good for film off. sack. It's, okay. Brian De Palma saying, "I'm going to try and remake Rear Window." Okay. Wow, oh, that's good. <laughs> All right. Well, that yeah. sign me up. I'm in. That sounds actually pretty good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'll watch that. I like Brian De Palma normally. Sometimes, not always. Yeah. Eight millimeters, very bad. Anyway, yes. let's move on. Uh, let's do anyway. some clips here. I got a stack of them, and uh, well, we get a little Spanish right off the bat. On delay. All right, that's the model. <laughs> oh God. On delay. On delay. What's your What's your favorite Beck album? Undelay. There it is. Uh, it's done. really called Odele. You suck. Oh, oh. well, she does Andale. suck. Andale. 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 Hurry up. Right. This means hurry up. Yeah. So if she hurried up, she'd go. Andale. Oh, she didn't go any faster. This thing doesn't work. All <laughs> it's right. Not it's terrible. Yeah. Like she's kind of just Andale. Here is some poorly recorded Larry <laughs> Fishburne action. Say, listen, Doc. I got a new theory about all these suicides, right? Oh. Hold back on us, Max. We need all right. So this is what I'm saying about because almost half the movie is this horrible recording where I don't yeah. think they kept the right mic in the right place or something went weird with yeah. that or needed ADR. That's the argument for ADR, right yeah, there. Yeah, I don't yeah know. Exactly. I'm assuming Come they're filming. On, please re-record this. Yeah. Yeah, 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 they're filming on location at some hospital of some sort. I'm sure, and that's just not 
it's not going to be, it's not going to sound good. No, yeah. I felt like as a, someone who tries to achieve fidelity on podcasts, it yeah. annoyed right. the shit out of me the whole time. But anyway, it got the better. only other option is to do uh dubbing and that's expensive. This is all, this movie like costs like $4 million to make at the time. Oh, so I mean, geez. Yeah. You know what? That's but, pretty good for the effects they ended up with. Yeah. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta say that's not bad. Are these yeah. effects, the, the effects people in this movie, were they known for other things? Like, you know, some, yeah. Uh, the, they, he's done some stuff. Um, it was, uh, Oh shit. Why am I getting it's not name? the guy who does everything. Um, I dug down. No, no, it's not like Sam Winston or nothing. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking well, of Winston. I, uh, it's, uh, oh, it's, why am I forgetting it? Oh, I forget it's not name. Sam Winston. <laughs> Stan Winston, uh, right? Stan, what I say? Sam. Stan Winston, what I say? You Stan said Sam. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're fine. I was reading names. It's okay. I do, dude. Am I one to ever tell someone that they were reading a name wrong or remembering it wrong? Right. No, I am not that guy. Um. Well, anyway, we'll find out. Here's Ugly Face. I do it so I don't have to look at your ugly face all the time. Yeah, I love you too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're gonna be more kids freak out when they're talking about doping him up and putting him in the quiet room oh yeah 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 i like that his only line was you will not put me to sleep and then he repeated it about 500 yeah. times uh guy in group had a little accident hi i'm will stanton and um i've had a little accident okay i'm glad you went on to explain what that meant later but <laughs> <laughs> i thought he meant he just peed right there in the group i pooped my pants later. also i'm in a wheelchair yeah there you have it Oh, list of Nightmare on Elm Street characters. Look at this. Yeah, it's a really cool. Like, it actually shows that Rooney Mara does play the new Nancy in the 2010 remake. Really, Rooney yeah. Mara. I and love Connie her. Britton and uh, yeah. Oh my gosh! Why don't we watch that? We need to. Yeah, All right. I want to. I do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> here's uh oh. Here's him not worrying too much about his friend who's off to die. Have a nice stroll, asshole. Have a nice stroll, asshole. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, I don't. I feel like Kincaid was a hard guy to back sometimes. He he's Spider Man with the uh, burglar that goes on to kill Uncle Ben, basically. Yeah, yeah. That's a good comparison. <laughs> All right, here's some of that sweet '80s horror music. <laughs> I can play two keyboards at once. Uh, here's some uh, terrible acting. It was murder. Can't you understand that? That bastard murdered him. Wow. Uh, yeah. Wow. I mean, really. I'm telling it you, Lambert. Murder. Not not that much worse than Lambert. You know, yeah. that woman went on to do a lot better things. But uh. <laughs> yeah, it's like, hey, what do you think of Google ending Stadia? It was murder. Oh, see, this works for lots <laughs> <Yeah>. of stuff. <laughs> You can be whatever fan stand, you know, you want to make fun of. Like, oh, BTS is going on hiatus for two years. It was murder. See? It works. <laughs> when Mr. and Mrs. Hart met. <laughs> it was murder. It was murder. Murder. Uh, here's uh, 11, 11 people just got that. Yeah, joke, only it's for real, dude. And they're they had to be this. over 45. They're all they're the, they're the 11 people here. that lived with their grandparents for a while, just like you did. <laughs> That's right. Uh, burning arm lady sound. Oh, okay. Girl who's who's used cigarette on her arm to try to stay awake, which fat lot of good did her. Um, but anyway, oh, yeah. she burned her arm and she made this sound. And it was ADR, I noticed. So this is one case they used it. But here's what she did. All right. 
There you I go. Learned she just goes back to her normal face like after that. <laughs> yeah. It's all good. Again, at first, thought it was Yardley Smith from yeah. The Simpsons. Like, yeah. yeah. There's, there's all these actors in this movie like, oh, it kind of looks like so-and-so. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Yeah. Uh, here's Nurse uh, Nurse Naked and uh, her thing. You're so cute. Oh, you're so cute. Who is she? Do we know her? What's her deal? Uh, no. Nah. We do not know her. <laughs> we don't um, know you know her, her from this Stacey, movie. Stacy Alden. She does not. Her her name is not even a link in the on the Wikipedia page. Really? No. She's been in four things. She has four credits on mm. IMDb, but we don't know her. By the way, oh wow. Okay, the old lady that was like not believing any of this and fired Nancy and the doctor guy because she was like, yeah. "What is happening? Yeah. This is a breach of protocol." You or whatever. can't use hypnocell on these kids. She is still with us get uh, out really yeah born in 24 and uh still wow, 98 old, 98 years old yeah she's an old lady and she's so done a ton of work she's been around forever oh my gosh she was so a- scott i'm ready to answer your question go <laughs> your question was uh who who made how this looks and mm, the answer the answer is a brother and sister uh, of our art directors named mick strawn and cj strawn oh my lord um uh, Mick Strawn, uh, it looks like he didn't really work that much on a, a bunch of these movies, whereas CJ Strawn is credited on like four of these Nightmare on Elm Street movies. Mm-hmm. But uh, Mick Strawn just did art direction for <laughs> several things. Mm. And uh, his sister, CJ Strawn, who you know was the, the main art director on this movie, died in 2013 in a midair plane crash where two Cessnas hit each other. Oh my gosh. gosh. That's a rare thing to ever have happen. Freddie did it. That's awful. It could have been (laughs) Freddie too soon. (laughs) Um, I'm going to jump back because uh, we talked about Stacey Alden, the the nurse. Uh, She does have one other claim to fame. She uh, lived, she dated and lived with Richie Sambora for a while. (laughs) What? But didn't most women on the West coast. (laughs) (laughs) Is that true? That's it's not a true. surprise. She, she met Richie Sambora in 1986 and then moved to New Jersey to live with him. But the pressures of his rising fame and demanding tour schedule took a toll on their relationship. Consequently, she moved back to Hollywood. Sorry, and I, then, said, well, I meant East Coast, right? Because Bon Jovi is East Coast. Yeah, he right, is East right, Coast. Right. That's yeah. true. Oh, yeah, Sambora. I always forget which band he's from. When you say that, I always think, oh, that's. I always think of Tommy Lee every time anyone says somebody hooked up with a band member for some yeah. reason. I don't know why. Well, I know the reason, but you know, yeah. should probably try not to have that reason. Um, real quick. Uh, uh, oh shit. I lost it. What was I going to tell you? Oh, this thing I'm going to put in our discord. So this is the poster. It's, it's one of my yeah. favorite posters of the, of the decade of the eighties. Yeah. I actually really yeah. like it. Um, just from an artistic standpoint, it's an interesting mix of mediums and stuff. However, and I don't know the name of the artist. I wish I could give him credit here, but uh, my complaint is, Kincaid out front is actually a, looks like a white kid. I think the kid with the <laughs> the, the mace never shows up. What's no, uh-uh. the girl with the hair and the knives is nothing like who we got. No, yeah. neither of those knives. And, yeah. And my complaint is if you don't look very closely, this looks like a ski movie poster. It looks like there are, are somebody <laughs> skiing toward you. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah. Uh, this girl's was made and probably... what's the mace guy stepping on with his other foot? Right. Yeah. And also like everybody what... else is balanced very well on the uh 
Skis. Oh, nice. This guy the, the out, this skis. girl out front is not any of our girls. I mean, I guess it's supposed right, to yeah. be Langenkamp because her hair's got the streak, but that's the wrong oh, place for the streak. I was thinking it was supposed to be Kristen, but you're right. Yeah, she'd be the brunette with the streak. And there should be a Kristen, and there's a whole blade that's empty. Put her on there. Yeah. Yeah. They they changed casting here, I think, near the end. So I don't know when this poster was made, but originally uh, the, the character that you hate, the punk character, was supposed to be a, a, a black lady. And so... Oh. Um, well, I mean, she's sure definitely all... white. She's definitely white in this. Uh... Yeah, and she's got silver hair, which is totally off. Right. Uh, the kid, the kid with the mace. I don't even know which kid that is. That should be Will because he's the. Uh, yeah. No, yeah. I think it's I think it's the puppet kid because he had longer blonde hair. That was Will, right? Wasn't oh, I Will? thought Will was but the kid in the wheelchair. I don't oh. think they cast it. Will like was that, Wizard's no. Wheels. Will. Gotcha. Will Sorry, you're right. You're totally. But they right. didn't cast it like that because none of these people are the characters that are in the movie. So. So my question is, when, when a movie poster is this bad, like this off, yeah. Yeah. is it because, uh, obviously, they went and used some models that aren't the actual people, right? Obviously. Sure. Right. Sure. Did, was it because they made the movie poster first or yeah, because they made it thing. long simultaneously? After- I think it's because they made the movie poster simultaneously with the movie and they maybe hadn't had everything totally worked so out yet. oh see i'm imagining it's at, like the movie's shot the actors are all gone they're all overseas now and somebody's like okay we're just going to get some people that kind of look away and we're going to put them you know yeah, on a stage get, and take some pictures yeah. of them you'll get early marketing movie posters especially if it's something this big to the studio you know coming out you know like a like six months before a movie's even finished being edited or even completely shot so i mean yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, real quick here, I don't know if this is worthy of discussion, but the kid who had his nerves pulled out, yeah, Will, oh, not Philip. Will, the other one, Philip, Philip, Philip. Um, he was in Mash. He was one of these, uh, yes, war torn uh, soldiers that had to be comforted by Colonel Potter here. Oh wow! Yeah. Look at that. Isn't that weird? It's weird. Anybody's talking about his horses? What do you think? <laughs> Horse hockey is what he said right there. Horse hockey. Uh, next I- up, oh, go ahead. Are, are you done with clips? Nope. Still got a few more. Okay. Please, uh, please keep going because I, I have a trope that goes with a, a clip I'm pretty sure you're going to play. Here's one from the wizard kid. In my dreams, I am the wizard master. All right. You're a nerd. Uh, <laughs> do you like my body? Do you like my body, Joey? Yeah, yeah. We heard that. Before. I hope so because I spent a lot on it. Yeah, no kidding. Those boobs. You know what I mean? Just say, I don't like to talk about people's boobs. They're, they're their own choice, whatever they're sure. going to do with them. Jeeps. Those boobs didn't move. Those things were like, uh, you know, pretty. Yeah. Uh, stationary uh, station uh, yeah static yeah uh, you know what that means mobile yeah i think that means those weren't real this is my guess i mean you know whatever again put do what you want to do but those weren't moving listen if i can touch them they're real good ah. that's that's your that's your litmus <laughs> test <laughs> spoken like a true teenager <laughs> Love it. exactly i can't remember what movie that was in but <laughs> it was exactly like porkies or something like something, that yeah, if yeah. i can touch them they're real here's uh the dad again nice seeing you again princess Next time, don't don't stay away so long. He'd have been in what his fifties here. Yeah, and he appeared in uh, three of them. He he came back for that uh, Wes Craven's New Nightmare, apparently. Wow. Yeah, but I guess as probably as John Saxon, right? Because weren't they all playing themselves? They were all playing themselves. Yeah, yeah. such a weird movie. Um, there's here's bad actor again. You gotta come right away. It's Kristen. She had a total shit attack. Sims doped her up and put her in the quiet room. Oh my gosh, dude! A total shit attack. She had a total shit attack. Shit again. Shit attack. All right. Finally, oh no, one, two more. Uh, 
Here's Kincaid. Let's go kick the motherfuckers' ass all over Dreamland. All right, buddy. <laughs> all over Dreamland. I like him so much. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then Freddie. Oh, I actually kind of like this line from Freddie, which I've not played any of. If you've noticed, I've had no Freddie lines today, but we have this one. It's back in the saddle again. It's got that MIDI doom music in the background. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> Anyway, there's your clips, everybody. What that means next is this. Worst film sack movie mom in a long time. Check. Yeah, check. Yeah, she's pretty bad. But But, but in the right way. She's in the right way, right? Divorced, bunch of money, smokes, chain smokes, doesn't really like her kid. Like, she's a trope that I enjoy, but you don't like her. She's horrible. Uh, sorry, this is the film sack checklist. That's number one. Number two, worst D&D group ever. Check. Yeah. <laughs> uh, finally, I kind of want that bladed up wheelchair. Check. All right. Yes. Let's move on to Star Trek Connections. I got to think there's one or two. Uh, Randy, what did we find? Oh, it's a bunch. This is the most we've had in a while. So I'm just going to oh. I'm going to run through a bunch of them. Uh, Brooke Bundy plays Elaine Parker in this movie. She was in an episode of Star Trek The Next Generation. Mm. Clayton Landy plays Lorenzo in this movie. He was in a uh, Star Trek Deep Space Nine episode. Also Star Trek Deep Space Nine episode for Craig Wasson, who played Neil Gordon in this movie. Nan Martin, the nun, was in an episode of Star Trek The Next Generation. Mm. But there's also three movies connected here. Mm. Uh, Michael Rugas, who was the priest in the church. All right was in Star Trek, the motion picture as one of the secondary cast. Mm-hmm. Uh, he played Lieutenant Cleary. All right. Paul Kent, who was Dr. Carver in this movie was in the wrath of Khan as beach. <laughs> oh yeah. And, <laughs> and our big connection is Heather Langenkamp, Heather Langenkamp, uh, Nancy from nightmare on Elm street, uh, was in Star Trek into darkness as Moto. Oh, as mm-hmm. Moto. a whole bunch of makeup on her face, right? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. the- green, green makeup. Why is that picture of her with the green makeup that you guys put in here? Who is that with her? That looks like, um, oh shit, I got to find it. Uh, <laughs> where, oh, here it is. That looks like, uh, uh, played Gandhi. Um, oh yeah, right. <laughs> uh, it must not be, but it looks like him. No, no, it does look like, uh, yeah. I can't think of his about. name. What's that guy's name? He's a famous actor. He's done a million things. He's so yeah. good. I can't uh, think of it. We're not doing good at the name game today, are we? <laughs> Shouldn't this list of, what? Epic. That's why I said oh, that Ben is? Kingsley. Ben, ben Kingsley. Jeez. Yeah. Guys, a, like a multi-Oscar nominee winner guy. Can't can't think yeah, of his name. And there he is, standing with uh, someone from the Watermelon Alien. That's right. Uh, Her bottom I, lip. Is I weird. tried a little bit to a- answer the question: Why are there so many Star Trek connections in this one? And I think it's just mm-hmm. a a fun little confluence i don't think there's anything to it no there's not like a director that drug everybody with him or something i don't think uh soundtrack grade i'm going to give it an eh for 80s horror 101 it's just about all of them sounded like this it's fine i I like it yeah and it's a it's a composer that we don't really talk about much because uh, like the quality of it is called for right so we've we've seen uh three angelo badalamenti films now yeah the dude from dude who wrote the twin peaks theme that's, that's yeah. super oh cool. that's a big one no yeah. Yeah. But, but we haven't Made seen twin peaks. Dice clay good job <laughs> um 
That's funny. Pagelo <laughs> Badalamenti, uh, we saw previously for the score for Cabin Fever and the score for The Wicker Man. I feel like that's a that's an important oh, wow. thing to remember. Mm, important. Yeah, always yeah. important to remember The Wicker Man. Don't forget it. Uh, all right, let's get to that Twitter post. This is where you guys sum things up in 280 characters or less. This week, we start with Randy. Nightmare on Elm Street, Three Dream Warriors. Freddie gets in your dreams and somehow makes you hurt IRL. How is it different than the other ones? No idea. How is it better than the other ones? I'll tell you. It's a reminder to mix your Folgers crystals with your Diet Coke. Delicious. Delicioso. <laughs> Makes me want to gag. Uh, Brian it's Dunaway. Joel Trolla, yeah. right? Is yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're, just doing yeah. The, you're just doing the homemade version of it. But yeah, yeah right. that's basically it. Uh, Brian Dunaway, it's your turn. I nightmare on Elm Street 3. Dream Warriors. Sorry, kid. I don't believe in fairy tales. Now the name of Lorik. Prince of Elves. Scary guy, be gone. Hashtag, I'm having a total shit attack. <laughs> oh, King of Was it King of Elves? Lord of Elves? What was it? Lord of Elves. Lord of Elves. That is so stupid. What Prince of Elves, thing. I think. Prince of Elves. Prince of Elves? Prince of Elves, yeah. It's dumb. Uh, finally, bring it up the rear. We got Brian Ibbett. Nightmare on Elm Street 3, Dream Warriors, flashier than a Freddy Krueger disco ball. Hey, what happened to my driver's license? Oh, yeah, I traded for crucifix. (laughs) What a weird thing that was. I don't have my driver's license, officer, but uh, here's the cross. Very odd. (laughs) I promised to bring back this crucifix like it's a library. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why you had to get it there anyway and get one anywhere, but whatever. Uh, All right, let's get to the... I just found out this movie had lots. Of, we we looked at the foreign titles, but it also had alternate English titles, and uh, it went something like this: "The Seven Cents." I see none people. <laughs> That's funny. That's really uh, they funny, didn't do dude. it. Or horny silent Joe and dealing with his bullshit. That, that was almost the name. <laughs> I kind of he annoyed me the most because on the one hand you wanted him to be this silent hero, and on the other hand he's yeah. just a horn dog. Just wanted to, yeah. you know, someone to grab him and uh, give him one for him. Oh, got one last trope. Go. Oh, sure. Um, uh, orderlies are terrible. Yeah, they yes. are. They are. They're, they're yeah. bad. They're yeah. orderlies. Orderlies yeah. are always terrible. I don't know why. If you're writing a movie that takes place in a hospital, you have to make the orderly a creep, but you have to. Sometimes, yeah. well, and you can get away with having multiples. And, and Larry Fishburne, pretty nice guy, likes the kids. But, you but know. he was a nurse. Oh, that's he, true. The orderly was he, the other dude who wanted to. Yeah, Give drugs to the girl. Yeah, there's a, like, there's some weird difference there where when you get down to you're not a professional health provider, you're just a you know a hospital helper. Mm-hmm. You go to the store and buy hospital helper. Um, <laughs> you're you're just you're a creep, and it's like it's like such a common trope that it made me mad. Like they, they, this guy couldn't work as an orderly if I he agree. was hitting on girls. I agree. He was bad. Yeah. I hated him. I wanted him to die. Never did. Get him in the dream. Kill that guy. Uh, let's get to, uh, the emails of the week. This is something we do here on the show film sack at gmail.com. I also have something special after this. So stick around. Here is your first email. Rick brand Brandau is his name. Rich Brandau. Sorry. Wrote in says, I know that I am probably two years away, but for episode six, 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 you guys have to do the original omen. Uh, hopefully yeah. it wasn't sacked yet. Oh, yeah. uh, it would be didn't perfect. Keep one? on making me laugh and then signed it rich. So yeah, I think which, we did it. Which, which omen did we do? Uh, I think we did one omen. We did. Hold on. Yeah, I'm sure we did the first We one. did the omen episode 46 in uh, September of 2010. Sorry, folks. Yeah. How about omen two? Did we do that one yet? Oh, I realized I said something wrong earlier. The 2011 movie we watched, uh, the, the, oh no, that was pre-show. 
Anyway, <laughs> it wasn't our first year. It's okay. Wh- whatever I said, I said it was our first sect out sober. It wasn't because we 2009 is when we started. Anyway. Whatever happens in the pre-show doesn't count. Yeah. So we did the episode <laughs> on uh, 46. So that was not a very eventful number to do the omen. But. I, just, I, I just want I want those of you listening to know. In the pre-show, I said that was the best pre-show we ever did. Yeah, it was so the I breast just want you to know. It was, it was the, the breast. It was the breast. Yeah, it was the yeah, breast pre-show, pre-show you ever seen. Breast in pre-show. Yeah, like uh, you should you should listen to it. Yeah, Randy Man. Randy show. Man. Randy Man. Yeah, that's the <laughs> stop t- it. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I think actually, if you go like eleven times, then he. Then oh, okay. No, if you do it twelve times, it disappears the, into a plate of chorizo. If you say it five, if you say it twelve times, you get this. I've moved Catwoman. That comes out of the nice. out of the mirror. The mirror actually says it, which is right. weird. Yeah. Anyway, but he won't kill you. He's a pretty nice ghost. Uh, all right, let's get to the uh, the second email from uh, Kevin McVister McVicker rather from Greer, South Carolina. You know where Greer oh. is. Yeah, that's right up the road. Very oh, close. All right. Yes. Cool. You guys could hang out. He says, uh, first, thank you guys for a great and entertaining podcast. Well, you're welcome. Second, I'd like to recommend Cast a Deadly Spell to be sacked. This is a 1991 film directed by Martin Campbell, known for Casino Royale and Green Lantern, and stars Fred Ward, Julianne Moore, David oh, Warner, and Clancy Brown. It is a 40s detective noir story oh. set in a world where magic is real. Think Harry Potter meets the Maltese Falcon with a sprinkle of H.P. Lovecraft. It has mm-hmm. something for a world building and is a meager budgeted film and is fairly entertaining. It is currently an HBO Max. It's also an HBO produced film, I believe, so it wouldn't be going anywhere anytime so- soon, although who knows with the shakeup at WB. Thanks again for the great podcast, Kevin. Well, that sounds interesting. Wow. Yeah, mean, David Warner the- and Clancy Brown in the same film. Yeah. It feels, mm. like, uh, feels like a must, right? Yeah. We got to do it. All right, yeah, now for good. something. It's also on Hulu, is. by the way. Oh, it is on Hulu. Okay, cool. Yep. So HBO, and HBO Max, Max. And Hulu. We're yeah, probably yeah. covered either way. Then uh, now for something a little special. Listen to this. <laughs> we got some texts. All right. <laughs> That's right. We're going to start taking texts on this and other shows. If you want to send one in, just send a text on your phone. Simply it doesn't, and we we get zero of your data. We don't know even who you are, so. <laughs> You don't send us anything. New that's, text, this. Yeah, it's, yeah, exactly. Hey, you up? Yeah, basically. <laughs> I've gotten a few of those, I hate to say. But anyway, uh, 801-471-0462 is the number to use. And uh, if you'd like to send something quick to us, a quick comment, question, whatever, we can take those as well. So I'll run through a couple of these. Tim in Cumberland, Rhode Island says, love the show. I've been listening since Kroll, and I look forward to each episode each week. It helps me get through the Mondays at work. Keep up the great work. So just a nice compliment from uh, Tim. Thank you, Tim. Number one. Got one from Alex in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Says, hey, Scott, Randy, Brian, and Brian. I know the film. I don't know. Or sorry. Knowing the film at hand, uh, I would like to hear each of you say, in your best Freddy impression, uh, let's hear your best death taunt. So like that, you know, welcome to primetime, bitch, or whatever. Right, right. So I feel like, I feel like uh, Ibbett's got the. Oh, he's got it. He's already done 100 times. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I don't even uh, want to was, try to compete. But. There was a really... Welcome. S- You're my new chick in the bucket, bitch. <laughs> See? How do I compete with that? Yeah. I can't. Yeah, it's always got to be bitch at the end. I don't, even know know, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't even know if Freddie actually said this, but what stuck out for me in this movie was, uh, I don't believe in fairy tales. <laughs> yeah, he did say that. Yeah, yeah I think he did like, say that. Yeah, that was, was, my, that yeah. was my Twitter post. How is that a taunt? Yeah. How is that a taunt? It's not really a taunt. Sorry, yeah, I don't believe in fairy tales. And then he killed him. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Then blade, blades yeah. to the gut, bitch. I don't care what you don't believe in. Come on. <laughs> uh, finally, That's why he was impervious to the wizard's lightning, because he doesn't believe in fairy tales. That's right. Yeah, yeah. We get an anonymous one. Uh, <laughs> this this anonymous one came and says, hey, Scott, Brian, Brian, and I guess Randy. I don't know why he wrote it that way. That's weird. <laughs> 
That's weird. I don't like that. Rude. You shouldn't say that. I've moved Came from somebody woman. named SJ. Uh, Definitely not me. Nice. Definitely not me. But whoever you are, that's not nice. And you didn't leave your name, so we can't even I properly. Scott Jane was. I don't think you were talking. That about was the Scott joke. Johnson. That was the joke I was making. Yeah. Oh, I thought Scott you meant Scott Johnson. Johnson. The world doesn't revolve around you, Johnson. <laughs> and every time I hear SJ, I think it's supposed to be me. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, with movies being over 100 years old, what movie would you say is the very first movie that would be film sackable? My answer to that is Nosferatu, oh. which we've never done. Yes. Yeah. But do you I'd guys even have? I say Metropolis. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, That'd 1984 be good. Yeah, be good. Yeah. There's all kinds of early. What was the one where the guy's riding the rocket to the moon? Oh, it was called The Journey, The Voyage to the Moon. Is that what the name of it? <laughs> yeah, the French one. The, yeah, the weird the, one where it pokes it in the eye. Yeah, tr- a trip to that, the moon, right? Yeah, a trip to the moon. That's what it's called. Which yeah. is the one that uh, the Smashing Pumpkins uh, that's right. did a they cover of video, right? <laughs> for their video. <laughs> oh, that's right. I remember that now. But yeah, I mean. There's certainly in this silent you could do era, like the kid or something that'd be fun. Charlie Chaplin, we could. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I have. Is the kid the one where he's like a Nazi? There, there was one where he yeah, played, he plays a played Hitler, basically. Right? I, 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 Hitler, yeah. yeah, I think it's because he had the Hitler mustache. I think that's well, I before think that, Hitler that's really it. came to power. <laughs> No, there was. Brian's right. There was an actual was one. You're where, right. There you're is. Right. There is. But it's not the kid. That's the great the dictator kid. is what it's called. Yeah, yes, yeah. that's the one. And it's all just in, a big send up of Hitler and his stupid reasons. Yes. Yeah, it's in 19, perfect. He's like, I already have a mustache for it. Yeah. Okay. In 1927, Alfred Hitchcock famously made Easy Virtue, which is a bad movie, like a terrible okay. movie. Oh, that could be fun. Uh, that's not quite old enough for this discussion, but it's something i've wanted to sack well look at it this way the hard part about movies that are silent is that there's no clips and that doesn't mean we can't do one but like nosferatu feels like one that we definitely could do for sure yeah and then maybe even follow up with the the more newy one and then there's a brand new one i guess being made i mean you know we this could could easily could be a live sack if there's no dialogue oh right good point and we could get away with it as a jazz singer that's the first uh non-silent movie was right. it not the one with uh, uh, Neil Diamond? I say it. not him. Okay. <laughs> exactly. No, not. the the nineteen twenty seven, which is almost a hundred years old. I actually yeah. watched Al some Joseph, of Jazz right? Singer just recently. Was it good? I was on a I was on a like TCM kick or something. I was just like looking at oh, bits yeah. of old movies. Uh, by the way, all of the all of the Marx Brothers movies still hold up. Every one of them is fantastic. I love those. There are four Marx Brothers movies that I would love to watch anytime. Duck and they're suit. all uh, they all share names with the uh, Queen albums, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> close, kind of yeah. close. <laughs> Two of them do anyway. Um, that's weird. But uh, jazz singers, uh, not bad. I mean, mm. it, uh, it wasn't terrible enough, to, I think, for this discussion. You talking about the early one or the 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 one with the early one, the, the early one. one? Yeah. Oh yeah, Al Jolson. Also, 1927. Look at uh, so many of the ones we've been talking about: uh, Metropolis and uh, what was Nosferatu? Was that 1927 yeah. also? 20s for sure, but I'm not sure the yeah. exact year. Yeah, it's because movies really start being made around 1924. You know, yeah. like it's just like when when suddenly everybody's trying to make movies. Yeah. Wow. So Nosferatu is tw- 100 years old this year. Really? Oh, right. That'd yeah. be worth watching. The Wizard of Oz is getting on there, too. It's almost there. Yeah. It's getting close. I wouldn't mind. Oh, yeah. but, That'd be fun mm, to sack. I think it'd be fun to sack. It's a really good movie, though. It like, is. Oh, right yeah. Now. It is. For its time, it even. Is. But I'm not, saying, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm saying I think we could have a good discussion. I, I'm saying society has changed a lot since The Wizard of Oz. 
I'm yeah. saying it'd be hilarious. Yeah. yeah. I want to know, is it, didn't the final lollipop kid die or something? Something, somebody just died. <laughs> I think so. I think it was just the final. Yeah. It must've been either the final lollipop kid or it was the last person who was did alive. He, did he filming. kick it? Yeah, yeah. He kicked it. I get it's, what you it, meant. It's lollipop guild, right? Oh, yeah. it's lollipop. Guild. It is lollipop guild, but I always yeah. call oh, them wait, kids. I might be making something. I could be wrong here. No, it's, it's the lollipop guild. You're, you're right. right. Yeah. I just call them kids. Cause they're, I guess they're little people, but I call always call them kids. But yeah, I and think one of them just the wind and Wizard of Oz, both 1939. Wow. So my vote, if we're going to sack something 100 years old, my vote is for Noah's Ark because it famously cost so much money to make in the 1920s. It's like 24 and there's bucks just no way it's any good. There's no way. What was the budget then? Not adjusted for inflation. It's like what? 100, Not 000? adjusted for inflation. It cost a million dollars. Oh, that is a lot for then. Yeah. Yeah. That would be a lot because now that's probably, I don't know. 10 million or more. I don't know what it would be now. Maybe a hundred million. Maybe a hundred million now. I don't, dude, inflation can bite my big toe. I don't care. Uh, well, Thank nicely you. done. I'll have another, I'm, I'm, I'm bite my guys, big toe, bitch. If you guys want to call in, or if you guys want to leave a text message, just like these fine folks did, please do. Uh, that number again is 801-471-0462. Put it in your phone. Use it anytime you feel the need, especially if you're out on, you know, you're listening to the podcast, you're out jogging. You're like, Oh, I got to respond to this. Bam. We have the message. Yeah, you can text and jog. Yeah, text and jog. Jog and text. <laughs> uh, Patreon note, uh, notes here real quick. I just want to thank uh, some brand new folks for joining our Patreon this week over at patreon.com slash filmsack. We have Eric Valdez just joined us. Dylan Keen, Kevin Chismar, and Shit Gratifter. Hey, Brian, that's a reference. That I love yep. it. Yeah, I love that somebody uh, actually used that as their it's real good. patron name. Yeah, it's very good. So thank you for that. One of the greatest things ever uttered on the show. Now, a, a name of a dude who signed up. If you want to yeah. be like these people, you'll never get another commercial ever again. No ads ever. You get pre-show content every single week. Monthly special episodes from us, the hosts. I got one coming up. Randy's is up now, so go check that out. Uh, all the archives of those are up there. And, and Scott's uh, been just dropping other stuff. It's oh great. yeah, just here and there, yeah. like, hey, you want a little bonus extra thing here? Here you go. I look, you even get movie related art, like stuff we've seen on the show. You get an art print from me in the mail. These cool five by five prints I make for the for the show. They're the only people that ever get these are our patrons, nobody else. And uh, other great monthly and uh, weekly benefits. So check it out. Patreon.com slash filmsack. Uh, next movie uh, that, that will finish out our Sacktober 2022 will be House on Haunted Hill, the 1999 movie. Ooh, yeah, right. I don't remember the old one it's based on. Even I'm glad we I'm glad we did it this way because like every year we're like, what's going to be the Halloween movie? Like the movie we watch for Halloween right. today. Right. And uh, this this feels very very much like a movie that you watch late at night on Halloween. Is that a is our, are we recording on Halloween day? No, we're recording yeah. on the 29th. Oh, okay, but, okay. Yeah. Monday yeah. is Halloween. Right, Monday Halloween. Yeah. I hate Monday Halloweens. I prefer you know, them. You know what's going to happen? It's just going to get celebrated twice. Like, get ready for the 30th to have trick-or-treaters come around. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm not answering the door if trick-or-treaters come on the, on the 30th. Oh, yeah. You, no you get yeah. one day. Forget yeah. it. Otherwise, yeah. You're not. Yeah. Get it. You yeah. show up on Monday. You you sacrifice a school night to get your candy. Damn or straight. You get nothing. I just feel like yeah. it should be more like, uh, like Thanksgiving, where it's the fourth day, you know, Saturday of the month or something every October. I don't yeah. know why we yeah. don't do that more. 
it's so weird. Y'all, y'all can skip old man Ibbot's house and come <laughs> right? see me. I will happily tell you your yeah, costume is beautiful yeah. on, on the, the day that's not Halloween? Yeah. Uh, I think it's, I'm with Ibbot. You're team Gibbet. You're inviting problems. You were just asking for problems. Yep, team Gibbet all the way. Hundred <laughs> percent. Most important. Most important thing is figure out how to make the the jack o' lantern last extra uh, days. You know, it doesn't fall apart. You cut um, the bottom out instead of well, cutting sir, the top. Yes, the bottom, but also I, I I went looking. I was told you're supposed to rub Vaseline on all the exposed like flesh of the pumpkin. Yeah, and Vaseline on the exposed just, flesh. Yeah. Stop there. I'm gonna stop. <laughs> then, I'm not gonna then cut your hole in the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I am not going to lubricate my jack o' lantern. I'm just sorry. I'm yes. not going to do it. All right, lube it. Lube your jack o' lantern, everybody. I've never even heard of that, but I do want to try this one I saw recently where you get a big enough normal orange pumpkin. You cut out a big eye hole in the side of it, a big one. Like the whole side is like a giant, like open eye. And then uh-huh. inside you put one of those white pumpkins that, oh, um, yeah. that you can only like get, the, uh, well, I don't yeah, know if I shouldn't say yeah. you can only get it. You probably just have to get them at a place that has white and orange ones. And then you put that in there and then you create, I forget how you did the light, but the one I saw was just awesome. Cause it felt like the fleshy inside of someone's cornea. But oh, then it wow. had it was so cool. Just a big eyeball. It was really rad. Anyway, uh let us know how so you guys can text cool. us about your dumb ideas for, for pumpkins. That'd be great. I mean yeah. not dumb, you know what I mean. Anyway, yeah. that's next week. House on Haunted Hill, the nineteen ninety nine version, which I'm sorry, I didn't tell them where it was streaming. Where's this at? HBO Max. HBO Max. They've got all the horror movies that we're watching this year. Uh, so go check that out. Haunted ha- haunted house on Haunted Hill. <laughs> Don't, it, it is the 99 Ooh, that's version. Cool, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like that. Oh, I guess that's just painted on. The one I saw had some light things, but that, isn't that cool? I love that. It's cool. cool. Yeah, I think I might do that this year. Anyway. Every year, every year I say, I'm not going to do a jack-o'-lantern this year. And then every year I end up carving a jack-o'-lantern. Every it, year. It, do you do like me when you pick one? Do you always go for the... It's like this one in this picture. I like them all like gnarled up. Gnarled. Term, yeah. yeah Tumor. It's all knotted up and everything. Yeah. Looks like it needs some more iodine. Get rid of those uh, goiters it's got. Yes. Yeah. Goiters, man. Visine. Need some Visine. Yep. Visine and goiter, goiter repair. Anyway, that's going to do it for today's show. Uh, big thanks, everybody, for listening. Filmsack.com for all your needs. Uh, so head over there and you'll find all the stuff we've talked about, including our Patreon, our email, all that stuff. Uh, so go do that. You can also find us on Twitter at FilmSack. And if you're up for the challenge, leave a review wherever you get your podcast. It helps us grow. That's going to do it for us. For me, for Brian, for Brian, and for Randy. Do you like my body, Joey? Ooh. No. <laughs> we'll see you next week. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com.